0: 1,
1: Welcome, everybody, to episode 105 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Gory. Today we're going to be doing our Steam Summer Sale recap, talking about all the games we bought. Uh, I did a grand total of all the money I spent. Same here. Um, Yeah, so we're just generally going to be discussing the games we bought, why we bought them, uh, et cetera, and and also during our main segment, the games that we did play that we purchased from the Steam Summer Sale. Um, some of them we already talked about last week, but you know, there's there'll be continuation of that, no doubt. Uh, does anyone else have anything they want to tease? Last that of they us. New? Oh, you um, played more Last of Us.
2: Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> more D.W. Um, other than that, no. Okay. Um, I played Starforge.
1: Oh. Okay.
2: And
3: Prison Architect. Okay. Ah. You're,
4: yeah, man. I wish I had known that you bought that, Corey, because I was I was mulling it over. I was. I, was and I, I looked to see if any of you had gotten it, and you hadn't. So I was like, "I'm gonna pass." Prison Star Architect. Starforge or Prison Architect. Uh, Prison Architect. Ah.
1: Uh, I'm gonna get Starforge eventually. So probably closer when it comes out.
4: I don't think I have anything to tease other than Steam stuff.
1: Okay. Yeah. Same here. Nothing. Nothing new. Uh. Well, let's get into Nubblebits then. I'll go first. Uh, Oculus Rift is hoping to be able to release their virtual reality headsets next year, sometime in 2014. Oculus Rift CEO, Brendan Areeb, doesn't want to commit on a release date yet as they want to make sure everything is right before release. They also Plus. said Oculus Rift isn't focused on releasing for consoles yet either and is, instead is more interested in being available for next generation mobile platforms, which I found interesting. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how that goes, right? I, I'm a little disappointed that they haven't been focusing on consoles, but I, I see their I see their point.
4: See their angle?
1: Yeah. Um I don't care because I'll, I'll be having one anyway for PC. So, uh, Gearbox, after their purchase of the Homeworld IP from THQ in April, will be doing HD remakes of both Homeworld and Homeworld Two, available at some point on digital platforms for the PC. Nice. The move to buy the IP was led by Gearbox's chief creative officer Brian Martell, who said he had the utmost love and respect for the Homeworld series. So, Gearbox yeah. Gearbox is a good uh, developer, so that's a good good thing to see. Hopefully it's they just, do.
3: They're just doing. Uh, I didn't read the article. They're just doing uh, like high def versions or something. Yep, they're doing it's HD
1: it. HD remakes. But they also have the IP, so they might do something new too. Uh, uh. That's what I'm hoping anyway. So I didn't never played the Homeworld games, but they're the uh, you know 4x uh, space games. So right up my alley. I'll probably I'll get the remakes definitely. But that was something I was interested in. Uh, and a, and then my last one in q and A. Q&A, a UK retailer Game confirmed that EA would be raising the prices of their next generation titles for the PS4 from 40 to 55 euros, which ends up being about $80 US.
4: So they are doing it for US also?
1: Y- yeah. Um, they haven't confirmed that yet. But I think they're waiting for the right time to, to drop that bomb on us. Wait, wait,
2: wait. Okay. How much is it going to be US dollars? 80.
1: <laughs> um, Thank but God th- I'm
4: only getting FIFA.
1: But that's... um. That that's PS4. They're assuming it's also going to be for Xbox One. Right. Uh, hasn't Wait, been confirmed. So
4: would that include Battlefield? Is yes. EA game. Yes. Oh, ah. fuck's sakes! Two of the games I pre-ordered.
1: Yeah. Um, oh. Like I said, that was that was a UK retailer game. Their their video game. Their GameStop yeah. basically. Um, nothing's been confirmed over here yet. I can only assume it's going to be the same. Yeah. Um, which makes Battlefield 4 out for me. Um, I was on the fence <laughs> at sixty. Forget um but it's definitely out at 80 plus tax you're looking at $87 probably almost uh, close to 90 that's,
2: that's a lot thing. wow
4: right if i wasn't such a huge fan of battlefield and fifa 1 yeah
1: yeah so that makes and i guess there had been rumors about ubisoft doing the same thing same pr- same price model um but i have only seen like the vaguest rumors on that too so far
4: yeah um that sucks man
1: but like i mean there's still a slim possibility we may get them for 60 I don't think so.
2: Does that mean that my PS4 bundle with Battlefield 4 is
4: going to go up? I don't
2: know. In a question.
1: That is a good question. Probably
4: late. not, Will. I would assume that the price that you got quoted at, you could probably you call them up and bitch, like, listen, this is what I thought I was paying, paying you for. can't fuck me over now. Because yeah. then I'll be at,
2: like, $900 <laughs> is that instead really? of, like, 800 Day one? Around that. Well, no, because one of the games I did have, I figured it counts into that overall price. So it's uh, like 740.
4: I'm uh I'm actually going to cancel my pre-order for the second controller. I'm only going to get yeah, one. Yeah, I decided I didn't need it and yeah, that's a good idea. If if
1: I play something with you guys, I'll just bring my controller. Right, and
4: that's what I was telling my girlfriend that I was going to do that, and she's like, well, what if you're going to play something with Dan? I was like, well, he'll have a controller. Yeah, I'll just bring it and over. And she named all three of you, and right. I was like, well, they'll all have a controller. <laughs> right. That's a good point. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. You just saved me 50 bucks. 60 bucks. Box. 60 bucks. Yeah. I'll get one eventually. But And the only reason that I would end up needing two is just for supreme laziness, yeah. because I could have one upstairs and one oh, downstairs. There you go. That is supreme <laughs> laziness. That's how I work my PS3 controllers. Uh-huh. Nice. <laughs> Lazy bastard. that's kinda <laughs> sad. Isn't that it's just what an awful thing.
1: What about you, Corey? Thoughts on eighty dollars? I know you had defended it before.
3: For video games? Yeah. I defended seventy dollars. Oh. Uh eighty dollars is definitely a different story.
1: Right. Okay.
3: Right. I would not be on board.
1: Yeah. Do you think do you think that's I mean? Encourage piracy, probably. Uh, people aren't going to be buying their games as much, I hope. I'm, gonna, I I'm mean, not
3: going at, to. At $60, what? I feel like people are encouraged to pirate
1: games. Yeah.
3: I mean, that's why the Steam summer sales are so appealing to people. Oh, and God. And all the indie games that are 10 bucks and give you hundreds of hours of gameplay.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
3: So, I mean, I don't think, I don't think $80 is going to even make that much more of a difference. I think publishers are still going to see shitty sales
1: yeah even i think they're going to be even shittier they're oh, not going yeah. to recoup those costs for lost sales i don't think and I, I had heard that the ps4 is a lot cheaper to develop for than the ps3 it's a lot easier to work with um and a lot in a lot of cases you can develop a pc game and easily port it over to the ps4 and new xbox systems so
4: the, the only thing that makes me not care as much is how much joy i get out of playing the indie games anyway right i'll just get more indie games yeah
1: exactly that's that's 87 because we have state tax here yeah um which would be about we should figure it out but it'd be like 87 i think or should 86? i could get a good
4: six seven indie games out of that yeah exactly yeah. okay dang. um 86 or bucks and 40 cents
1: something used is that what it is Eighty-six forty.
3: oh no it'd be eight times eight is yeah 64 so six dollars and
1: 40 cents okay yeah
4: I would be far more selective. Like a game like uh, Remember Me, never would buy it eighty dollars. Yeah. No, that's insane. Splinter Cell, I wouldn't even give wouldn't, it a second wouldn't, thought. Wouldn't
1: sniff it. Yep. Yep.
2: Which is unfortunate. It is not gonna be able to play more games.
4: It is unfortunate. Okay. Hurts our show really.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, it does.
4: Fucking assholes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it does. Well, I mean, nah. We don't really buy that many EA games <laughs> anyway.
2: Yeah, it's mainly the yeah, main like FIFA
1: and then Battlefield. Yeah. Um, I'll get Dragon Age probably, uh, Mass Effect. Who knows what's going to be happening with that? Yeah. So
3: the last two full price games I bought: Nino Cooney, <laughs> Assassin's Creed Three. Ugh! Look what, what happened with both
4: of those. I hated them. Right, you
1: were you were snake bitten by buying new games.
4: <laughs> yeah. I was so pissed. That's true. Okay. Oh, there's plenty of deals to be had. It's just with the new consoles, the deals won't be there to be had for a while, right? Yeah,
1: because yeah. they're gonna sell as much as mm-hmm. they can and keep prices high for a while. Man. But yeah, we'll always. I mean, have...
3: Mnel says in the chat, if uh, other companies don't go that high, EA will be forced to sell them cheaper. Yeah, which yeah, that's true too. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
4: especially for the shit that they're selling for the most part yeah i mean madden and and well, I don't know what's going on with i c a a i'm I'm waiting for somebody that tweeted that to explain it to me oh okay, that's why I don't have to read it <laughs>
5: right
1: <laughs> okay,
3: oh the football yeah, I got you
4: yeah,
1: so we'll we'll be keeping you posted on this development like I said, <laughs> yeah. we haven't heard for sure if it's gonna be uh eighty dollars here or not, but i I can only assume that that's gonna be the case i don't I don't think they'd wanna screw over the u k um you know the games the FIFA sales in so the they'd UK. they'd want to screw everyone over. That's, oh, yeah. that's true. <laughs> screw everyone over equally. Yeah. Not just, our, just not them just
2: all in the UK. Rocker. Equal yeah. fuck over. Boy, EA was just trying to make up for some things and they do that.
4: Yep.
3: Maybe but, uh maybe this time they'll, they'll they'll let us stop at the department store and pick out a nice dress before they <laughs> <laughs>
4: nice dress and a bottle you, of KY you know, you know
1: you're not getting any
2: dinner. So
1: <laughs> Alright. Uh Will why don't you go ahead with Nibble bits? If I
2: have to um, Wasteland 2 is getting delayed. The game is six weeks behind in development, and the reasoning being is the increased scope of the game that came from the $2 million made through the Kickstarter. Um, in, in Exile asked for $900,000, but with so much extra money, they were able to do so much more with the game. So, you know, being delayed, they wanted to make the best game they could, so they delayed it. Mm-hmm. So the game had an October release date, but now that's when the beta is going to start, and they have no, like, release date talked about yet or in the works. hmm so, that was one of our nibble last week about how Deep Silver picked it up yep. to publish it. they're going to so. publish it. Um, and Wasteland 2, I've heard it's compared to the older Fallout games. Yeah. So, I'm a little interested in getting I it. I actually
1: think Wasteland came before Fallout. Oh, first really? Wasteland, yeah. Okay. So, it, Wasteland is described as Fallout-esque when actually Fallout is Wasteland-esque.
2: Yeah, because, okay. So, yeah, the, I mean, I'm definitely interested in it. How much is it going to be, like... I
1: think it's going to be like twenty bucks, probably. About, I would guess it would be about the same as like Shatter Run Returns. It's the same type of game. That's awesome. So, probably twenty.
2: I like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, my next one is at Comic Con. Telltale Games was talking about what to expect from the new Walking Dead season, um, and they confirmed that Clementine, who was one of the main characters in the first season, will be returning. Although they didn't expand upon how much she'll be involved with the new season. Um. My next one is. I don't know how to pronounce this. Is it Iidos? Eid- Iidos Mon- so. Montreal founder and general manager Stephen Deastos resigned from the company as of Friday, July nineteenth. Um, he left the company, um, saying or with very uh, big differences between them, him and Square Enix. And he said, since last year's finance were shortcoming, performance of Square Enix in Europe, we've had a growing and divergent opinions on what needed to be done correctly. With the situation, the lack of leadership, lack of courage, and lack of communication were so evident that I wasn't able to conduct my job correctly. Square Enix has some things to learn about to sell their games properly, is what he Ooh. said. Mm-hmm. So he is bringing the smack talk.
1: Yeah, I like I like to hear that. <laughs> Pretty sure. much, because so the, if they need to put in their be put in their place, you know, it's got to happen.
2: He's doing it, and he was one of the heads of um, the Deus Ex games, like uh, oh, okay. Human Revolution and The Fall.
1: Yeah, which. Revolution I hear is very good. I haven't gotten to it yet, but I yeah, will. it's
2: a fantastic game. Okay. So he pretty much reiterated what we were talked about with Square Enix not mm-hmm. being able, not doing a good job. Yeah. Okay. The next one is the Super Smash Brothers creator Masahiro Sakurai Sakurai. Sakura. Sakura. Hope that's how you say it. I'm not good with these names. Revealed that the story mode and cutscenes from the upcoming new upcoming Smash Brothers game have been cut. He said... Uh, unfortunately, the movie scenes we worked so hard to create will be uploaded to the internet. You can only truly wow a player the first time he sees a cutscene. I felt if the players saw the cutscene outside of the game, they would no longer serve as the reward for playing the game, so I decided against having them. Um, which is kind of weird. Nintendo has this very anti-Let's Play yeah, like campaign going, and they're really trying to cut out... All of yeah. this type of stuff. Yeah, I don't like
1: that, because not everyone will go and watch those on the internet. You no. Know? I wouldn't. I, I, would. I never, ever would I'm not that. like that. I know you wouldn't. You're no. not a Smash Brothers fan. Well, so. no, no, regardless. whatever oh, oh, game? game
4: I liked, I wouldn't... Yeah.
2: yeah. And somebody said it's not like seeing it in the actual game. It's like, when you see it in the actual game, it's a little You've bit different. You've accomplished something. Yeah. Um, and then he goes on to say that uh, while there's no story mode, the 3DS is getting a separate mode from versus play, and no further details were given. Yeah. I don't understand why the 3DS version's getting more... They the...
4: sell shit ton of things, don't they? Yeah, well, true, the, but yeah, the there's...
1: Wii U
2: version, you figure would be. Yeah. Well,
4: I think the 3DS true. is a pretty hot seller. That's like true. Seller, there's
1: know? way, yeah. There's way more 3DS systems floating around.
2: Wait, which kind of upset. Just... Outsold
3: all other hardware last month.
2: Yeah, that's well, That kind of upsets me though, because they're making it off the 3DS when the 3DS isn't as capable as the Wii U. Right. I'm a little upset with the new Smash well, Brothers direction well, so far. They
4: probably could have done a better job with their next gen console. <laughs> true you could chalk it up to that i mean now that you say that it's just typical yeah well it's, yeah it is <laughs> sounds about right nintendo being nintendo
2: <laughs> being that dopey elephant yeah
4: <laughs> nintendo
2: pulled the nintendo <laughs> <laughs> Um. and my last one is koey is currently working on a patch to address the lag issues for the xbox 360 version of dynasty warriors um, community Mad- manager Chin Soon Soon wrote on Facebook that the team is aware of the player feedback and the slowdown issues and working on addressing them, and he says, we confirm that a development team is working on a patch, and the patch will be released as soon as possible. We're going to announce the submission date as well as the release date on all of our social network channels. Sorry for the inconvenience. So, the lag issue, which I'll talk about in a little bit in my week, is pain, is, it, it hurts the game so much, and it's such a good game that I don't want it to be hurt by that. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, and somebody, one of the comments I thought was funny is, thank God this is the only thing stopping me from dusting off my console and getting lost in my Asian genocide simulator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> one of the comments. Nice. But uh, that's all okay. I had.
1: All right. Corey, what do you got for us?
2: Oh, I got a bundle.
1: All right. Ooh, it's Ooh. a humble I a bundle.
3: bundle. I got a bundle of good ones. Uh, Microsoft had two bits of news come out in the last week. One of them, two rumors, one of them turned out to be true, the other not so true. The first one is that they pulled another reversal on one of their unpopular policies. And now they're saying they will allow indies to self-publish on the Xbox One. This was a rumor. uh, I forget who came out with the news originally, but Microsoft later confirmed it. They also revealed in this bit of news that the retail, this is interesting, the retail version of Xbox One will double as a developer kit. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is fascinating, yes. And uh, they they did say that that won't be available right at launch, but you know the the, the device will have the capability to do that. Um, and essentially, all that is is it just has like a debug mode on it. Um, so their quote from Chief Product Officer Mark Mark Witten is: "Our goal is to give them access to the power of Xbox One, the power of Xbox Live, the cloud, Connect, and Smart Glass." Which, if you think about it. As a game developer, if you are allowed to self-publish on an Xbox, which will have a massive install base um, with all these cool devices that are attached to it, I I feel like some pretty cool and creative stuff will come out of it. Yeah, it's like uh, essentially the way it's going to work. What that means self-publishing is it's it's really similar to how Apple does it in the the iTunes Store um, or iOS Store. I don't know what they call it. But anyway, it just means that the the developers can set their release dates and pricing, um, and they're looking at, like, a 14-day turnaround for certification. So the certification team on Microsoft's side will spend less time uh, looking at all the code in the game with a magnifying glass, and they'll just make sure it doesn't violate terms of service and stuff, just like the Apple Store. That's why you get some really terrible games in there, but you also get some great things to come out.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. Um, So I think that's a really good thing. I don't know how you guys feel about it.
4: It's a good move. Yeah. I'm There's nothing still, wrong with that. I'm sick of Microsoft completely.
1: <laughs> it's not going to change my mind. No, but it's it's a good thing. This whole
3: Microsoft no. stuff is insane. It is. It is pretty crazy, and I it, you start to wonder how much of it had to do with what's his lips that left
4: Don Matrick.
3: Yeah, yeah. What's, what's, you know, ever since he left, all these reversals have been happened. Have been coming out. But yeah. anyway, um, maybe I should have saved that for a roundtable because I feel like we could get into that more. Sure. But I'll move on. Uh, Another bit of Xbox news that made the rumor round and Microsoft refuted was that the Xbox One will end up shipping with a Connectless bundle. So, no Connect. Two bundles, uh, one of them with a bigger hard drive and a budget bundle with a small hard drive, no Connect. And that budget bundle will undercut the PS4, was the rumor. Uh, But Microsoft came out and said We have no plans to introduce an Xbox One without Connect. We believe in Connect and the value it brings to both games and entertainment, and believe $500 is a great value for what consumers receive with their Xbox One. I always ask the question, is it something they could could, and
2: maybe will do later on? When I read that, that was the first thing I thought, too.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Kinect the is the whole thing that drove me away from the Xbox One. I can't say that not having a Kinect would, would make me come back, but... That would be a step in the right direction. Then you don't have to worry about spying when you're playing. I'd at playing. least
4: think about it at that point.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's still probably a no, but who knows? If the controller wasn't so nice. I wouldn't even think I'm about it. I'm pretty
4: sour on them at this point.
1: Yeah. Well, I,
3: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... We can get back to these, and I'm going to save these, and we'll get back to them in roundtable so okay. we can discuss them a little bit more because I feel like there's a lot to talk about. Absolutely. Um, that works. But it'll take up a lot of time. I'll just move on. Mm-hmm. So, Eric, I bet you're really curious how the Uya games are doing.
4: <laughs> i've got a pretty good idea how they're doing cory <laughs> uh
3: actually it turns out they're doing okay oh huh. so ign came out with a report this past week that outlined how the developers um who have put their games out on the ouya are doing financially the biggest success on the ouya is a game called called towerfall which has generated twenty-one thousand dollars in a month since we has been out about a month um which isn't isn't terrible, most developers are seeing about five hundred to six thousand mm-hmm. dollars um in a month for their games, which doesn't seem like a lot, especially because we're used to you know whatever game coming out and making a couple million in its first month or whatever, three million or whatever but anyway, um it is not a lot of money, but i g n kind of broke it down and explained that. Really, for a developer to port their game to the Ouya, it's it's one engineer doing one or two days of work. Yeah. So if they have a game out for whatever device, as long as it already has the controller support, which Ouya is big on, then then it's easy to port. And it's like, yeah, okay, five hundred dollars to six thousand dollars in a month turns out to be what in a year, like twenty grand. Right. Profit um, in pro- a year, yeah. Just for one, yeah. Profit revenue, just one one guy's one day of work, yeah, or gals. Um, so yeah, they're, they're really not doing too bad. Um, and like I said, it's an easy thing to develop for, so who knows? Maybe, maybe there's, maybe there is something to this OUYA thing. Yeah. But probably not. (laughs) EA signed a new licensing agreement with the CLC, which is what handles the, the NCAA license, um, which means more EA college football games. And there's really no rhyme or reason to it. I didn't find any justification for why the NCAA initially said no and then went ahead and signed it. But uh yeah, three more game three more years of uh college football by EA. Mm. Hope the recruiting's better.
4: I'm not gonna buy any of those three years, I can almost guarantee you. Especially if it's some, eighty bucks.
3: Yeah, no kidding. I read some comments and people People seem to think that initially it had something to do with the lo- the pending lawsuit that um, EA was using college players' likenesses. Um, okay, and that's part of the reason why the NCAA wanted to stay away from it, because you know w- when 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 it all boils down, it's not going to be EA's fault for using the likeness. It's going to be the NCAA's likeness, like their yeah, the NCAA's fault for right. using their likeness. <laughs> okay. that makes sense
1: it's still all kind of a mess to me but
3: whatever yeah and uh, and i don't think any of us really care no i just hate that that's a lawsuit
4: well i mean yeah it's stupid stupid. that's a whole that's a whole nother i've been in the camp that college players should be getting paid anyway so
2: yeah yeah well the sec wanted to try paying well yeah (laughs) or even if they're not paid by the
4: colleges
3: let uh let them get endorsements
4: well i was as Listening to um, there's a guy that plays for South Carolina who's a Heisman favorite this year. He's a defensive end, and they were talking about how he may ha- may or may not have met with Jay Z for dinner. Who Jay Z has started his own sports agency now, and they were talking about like if he went to dinner with him, that's fine. But if Jay Z paid for the dinner, he could get suspended. Yeah, I mean, give me a fucking break. Yeah, if you that's wanted to buy him a cheeseburger, right. I mean, uh, yeah, and that's yeah. Why sure. does that matter? Right, it shouldn't matter at all. Like he bought him a cheeseburger. Who cares?
3: They're way too uptight. And the problem is, is they're uptight about these this small stuff, but like the things that are going on behind the scenes. Oh, Jerry
4: Sandusky. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah.
3: Right.
4: Oh. Th- things like that. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that weird how things uh, <laughs> like that happen? That's America in a nutshell.
3: <laughs> God forbid Jay Z buy a kid a cheeseburger. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: Okay.
3: So my last one Steam may wind up in court regarding its users rights to per- or to do what they will uh aka sell their digital purchases. This one's pretty interesting, another lawsuit. Um <laughs> Does anybody really care that they can't resell their Steam games they buy?
1: No, because no. they're so cheap that doesn't why matter. why? Yeah.
3: Well, exactly. I I mean, it's it Steam offers such a great service. Um and, and it's also sort of implicit with anything digital that you buy that you don't you can't really resell it,
1: that's movies and music that's everything
3: yeah you know? exactly it's I mean I don't think anybody's really up in arms about it maybe maybe they should be, but like like you said, I mean as long as you have a great service, I feel like a lot of people will overlook that stuff yeah, um, yeah.
0: so
1: and the, the thing with steam too is you the games that you buy are so much cheaper than but like buying a digital cd or movie a lot of times isn't any cheaper than buying the actual physical copy. So buy- bu- buying buying a, a a digital video game that's been on, you know, that's super cheap on sale. Um e- even new games are $10 cheaper than their physical copies. So At
3: least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean even ebooks, ebooks are more expensive than their paperback counterpart. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. I
1: I've I've always been in the I I've always been in the in the camp that the Especially for like music for CDs, if you're getting a digital, you know from iTunes or whatever, it shouldn't like ten bucks is the maximum they should charge for uh, a CD that you buy from iTunes.
4: Isn't that how it started out, and then they started upping it depending I think on it was, how popular? Yeah, things were? I think
1: it was nine. It was ninety nine cents a song, and then you could get a little yeah. discount if you bought the whole CD. Popular
4: songs went up to like a buck 30. thirty or yeah. something like that. Yeah.
3: Well, I mean the 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 whole iTunes model sort of saved. Um, save music. music. A lot of ways. Yeah, absolutely. Um because it 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 was a good platform, it was a good service that people wanted to use to to pay to to get music. It was such a hassle um before that people didn't want to have to jump through hoops to get all the digital rights management on their hard copies and everything. Mm-hmm. If you can just pop on iTunes and download it for ninety nine cents, mm-hmm. um why not?
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I don't know.
1: So absolutely it's a, it's a
3: good service and, and people aren't bitching that they can't resell their iTunes music.
4: No. No, they're Gamers not. are a funny bunch.
1: Yes, they, they are. Yeah. Fickle.
2: Well, it again, fickle. like I, it,
3: it, it, it's the type of thing though that like if Xbox had something similar, it's hard to picture this, but if Xbox had some or EA did something similar, I feel like people would be up in arms. But because it's Steam and Steam offers such a good service, everybody's just like whatever, you know. it's yeah. And like like you guys said, it's
4: inexpensive and Steam makes me want to buy a new computer. Yeah.
3: honestly, that's why I bought mine. It's just like I want to be part of this club.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like a full-fledged member right now. It's a dangerous club. It is a dangerous Uh, club. You were
3: playing Rogue Legacy the other night, Eric. I saw you.
4: (laughs) No. Yeah, but I'm talking about computer-wise. Like, I just got my little laptop. I don't feel like a full-fledged Steam guy yet. We need to get you, like, like like, a
1: $2,500 gaming laptop. No, we don't need that. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. The the what is it the Razer, blade, Razer the gaming Razor. laptop. Oh man, I mm-hmm. can't think of it.
4: I just want a desktop.
1: Yeah, I'll
3: sell you mine.
4: No, I don't want yours, Corey. It's got a lot of problems.
3: It does, the computer doesn't have problems. It's just every bit of software has an issue with everything.
4: You don't want <laughs> yours.
3: I'll sell you some of it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: His graphics card, I think he's trying to sell you, right, Gory? Yeah,
3: I'll sell you my graphics card. Uh, no, I'd probably sell, uh, yeah, yeah, probably. I'm good. All right. I'll give sure. you a good deal. I'll give, I'll give you a deal. I'll give it to you for a deal.
4: Well, we can talk about it off air.
3: Why not right now? We can talk about it now.
4: <laughs> nah. <laughs> all right.
1: Go ahead and, go ahead, Gory. Uh, that,
4: that's all my nibbles. Okay.
1: What do you got for us, Eric? Well, good.
4: I've been waiting all day. to Just, Corey, I hope you have your wallet ready. Because the Scapegoat 2 pre-orders are a go. And uh, it comes out. Go ahead.
3: I saw you tweet that, and I immediately jumped on board. But then I saw if you want it on Steam, which I wanted on Steam, you got to vote for it on their green light service. Uh, okay. uh...
4: So. Well, it's going to have a September 10th release, and uh, yes. Corey's really excited. Hey,
1: that's my birthday.
4: Yeah. Happy birthday, Dan. Thanks. I, I expect
1: Corey to gift me a copy on my birthday.
4: If he, hey, does, if he doesn't, I will. If there's a
1: four-pack, I mean, jeepers. Oh. We'll,
3: we'll all buy Dan a four-pack.
1: <laughs> so I'll have no, like... 15 extra copies? <laughs>
4: well, 12. But... I wasn't even going to touch the math of that. 12? <laughs> well, you
2: counted yourself. Huh? You counted yourself getting a four-pack. Oh, if yeah.
4: we all buy, oh, yeah. That's I knew right.
2: what you meant. Corey we'll just called you out. How you dare
1: know. you, Corey? Corey, what, Corey oh. to be that guy. Oh, wait a minute, no, Corey. No, I'm no, having internet troubles again. Bye. Bye.
4: Great. Just kidding. Go <laughs> ahead. Well, <laughs> Corey said he's looking for a way out every week, anyways. Right. So. Go ahead.
3: Oh, I didn't mean from this podcast.
4: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My next one will be out of the way, <laughs> uh, out
1: of doing things.
4: Yeah. Well, I need, well, yeah, I think, I think life really. is what he was talking about. <laughs> anyway, uh, Call of Duty Ghosts has been confirmed for Wii U, so Sick. Will Will's already put his pre-order in, I think. No, that was you. I don't have a Wii U. Why would I do that? Because you love Call of Duty so much. That's true. Just in case I get a Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's that. And my last one, I'm not happy about this, this bit of news here, and it's FIFA-related. Um... Apparently, you're going to be able to carry over your ultimate... This goes for Madden also. You're going to be able to carry over your ultimate team stuff to the the next-gen consoles... And I I don't like that. I don't want to be able to carry my FIFA 13 Ultimate Team stuff over to my FIFA FIFA 14 because right. so, it kind of defeats the purpose of building an Ultimate Team. So yeah. it'll be
2: impossible for somebody who picks it up for the first time to get matched up against somebody around their skill level.
4: Well, I don't know about that, but it's just I, I don't know. To me, Ultimate Team is a mode where you start fresh, you build a new team from scratch. Like yeah. that's just what it is to me. And yeah. I don't, I I won't have any reason to really go in there to put a team together the only reason i want to play is to try and beat division one again right which kind of defeats the purpose of ultimate team yeah to me so yeah I'm, absolutely I'm, I'm with you yeah I'm part not. of the
1: fun of it is building your team yeah. from the crap that you get and and right. and, and bringing them up from the quote i mean unquote sure kind of...
4: some of the player ratings might be different and stuff like that but how different is that going to be you know and yeah i don't know i'm not excited about that okay but whatever all right that's it for me. Uh, how was your week, Eric? Good. Uh, I had a couple things I wanted to touch on. I, I mentioned last week how my girlfriend and I were starting that weight loss challenge. Well, we are I haven't weighed myself yet, but she's beating me, I don't know, by like six points or so right now. But tomorrow, I have all day to work out without her there, so uh. I'm good to go. And I wanted to just mention, I did P90X for the first time. I did Ugh. the... Yeah. Have you ever done it, Corey?
3: No, but I'm familiar with it.
4: I did the arms and shoulders one-hour workout two days ago, and my arms hurt so fucking bad. Yeah. Like, still, today, like I, if I try, try to straighten my arm out, I get here, and I'm yep. like, oh, dear God. Yeah. Yep. Like, it hurts so bad. I hurt so bad today that I went and got, like, a muscle cream... <laughs> To put on my arms and smelled like mint all day. Oh, nice. And oh, you... people kept commenting on it. Like, ben gay. Yeah, yeah. He. this guy called me Ben, and I was like, oh, you're so fucking clever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that that uh, it works, I'll tell you that.
1: You should have told me you, you pulled a muscle banging chicks.
4: Yeah, banging his chick. Well, man, that's what I would have said. Yeah, it was lifting, man. <laughs> lifting, bro. So you got
3: your swell on, big deal, Eric. <laughs> I, did, I
4: did get my swell on, Corey uh you no i feel it? i feel really good actually my energy level has been through the roof lately yeah dieting does I can, that i can tell yeah uh i had carbs for the first time since well a large amount of carbs for the first time since i started because i'm not doing low carb right i'm just eating way more fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. than anything else and drinking a shit ton of water all day um yeah, but I had carbs last night, and I felt like complete balls afterwards. Yeah, I
1: had uh, I had pizza last night, actually. Yeah, I woke and up this
4: morning just...
1: I could barely keep my eyes open. Yeah. I felt like It's amazing. Shit.
4: I had pasta. Yeah. Uh, we went to TGF Friday's last night, mm-hmm. and I had pasta, and I just felt like shit this morning. Okay. But uh, I ate really good... It's the amazing. Re- yeah, I ate really good the rest of the day, and it's going well. I'm still very confident. Uh, I just... That P90X thing kicked my ass so bad that, like, I didn't even feel like I could run because my arms had to move. You know what I mean? It just hurts so bad. Yeah. But now I'm going to do some running tomorrow and get back in the lead. Nice. Yeah. It's going good, though. I'm I'm enjoying it.
1: Can't let her win. No.
4: Well, she even admitted. She's like, I'll probably beat you the first week because I get really into things, but I'll lose interest within two weeks. <laughs>
1: That's how I get to Yeah,
4: it. and I was like, well, just so you know, I'm not going to lose interest uh-huh. if it comes to you giving me money for my PS4, right. so be prepared to <laughs> Be prepared to spend it. Corey's got on... a nice video going on YouTube. Of P90X? Yeah, P90X versus Insanity. <laughs> nice. But, uh, okay. yeah. I think that there was something else I wanted to mention, but I don't remember what it was. hmm <laughs> yeah, that's it for my week. Cool. Well, I hope you win, Eric. Yeah, thanks, buddy.
1: Yeah, we're pull- we're pulling for you. Yeah. For your uh your funded PS4 fund. Yeah. All right. Uh I'll go next. I didn't do away in this week. At, like I said I had pizza last night. We had a barbecue on Sunday with some friends over. I have not eaten very well um, because you know there's leftover food and I cannot waste food. So same here, Dan. I eat everything up that that was left over.
4: Damned if I didn't finish that pasta up yeah. today. Yeah,
1: I can I just I hate throwing food out more than anything.
4: It, especially if you go out to eat. Oh I yeah, you're not going to pay fifteen dollars exactly. And not eat it. Exactly. Yeah. Or so, not take it home. Yo, know, fuck no. There could be a scrap left. Can I get a box, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's half a piece of
1: bread. I don't care,
4: ma'am. Give me a fucking box. Yeah, I
1: didn't ask for your opinion. <laughs> yeah.
4: It's also um, $15. Right.
1: So I, I didn't weigh myself. I don't, I'll, I'll get back on it. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> um, but I didn't really, when I when I weighed myself earlier in the week, I didn't really, uh, I hadn't really put on any, any weight. I'm still around like 232. So um, there's that. I uh, still carry it well. Thanks. That's, That's what everyone dead says. dead
4: sexy. Thanks.
1: With my scraggly beard and long hair. I, <laughs> I think, that, it like I think it. that look
4: works for you. Do you? I do.
1: I, I I used to be like short hair and clean cut and shaven and stuff. And
4: why? Well, I think that that look fits like your whole my thing, per- yeah my my know? personality. Yeah. yeah, Beatnik.
3: Lazy. It's the lazy Jedi look. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's absolutely right. Absolutely <laughs> right. Jedi. Um. So th- there's that. And then the only th- other thing I have to talk about is Time Warner came and fixed my internet yesterday. Hey. Um. It, and I I'm convinced the only reason it was fixed was because I knew the tech that came to my house um there was something wrong with something on the pole it had gotten water in like a connection or something and that's why it worked sometimes it didn't work other times like if we would get rain and stuff it would get in there and mess it up um so i think that's why it was it was you know intermittent i guess that that really messes with the uh signal the the connection thing was all like rusted over too so that didn't help but dan
3: but... did you uh did you try resetting your router
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, That's what I told him when he came here. I'm like, I know how to do all that stuff, so it annoys me to no end when they make me do it. He's like, yeah, most people do know how to do that. I don't know why that's the first thing they go to. And another thing is, you know, always blaming my router. So... Well,
3: when you call and they tell you that, is it like a call center and you get somebody in like India or something?
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, So, like, I think a lot of people really don't know that that's what you're supposed to do, but... You know, I've called in so many times that even if I didn't know computers and internet stuff as well as I do, I would know that by now because I've had so many so many problems. So, yeah. But so far so good. I mean, we haven't dropped connection; It hasn't really slowed down. I don't think. No. So, fingers crossed. No, your
5: video
3: quality decreased, but yeah, other than did. that, we're good. Well, I
1: think I think it's you know because we're using the internet here when when we do that it it slows it down a little bit. It's so. probably Eric's fault.
4: Well, I'm watching the stream. I really enjoy doing that. See, see what see what kind
1: of stuff Corey puts up well, there.
4: Well, yeah, and I like watching the chat.
1: What well, we need to keep tabs on cuz I can't watch the chat. We got
4: a good group of guys in there right now. Nice. Yeah.
1: Uh, Eric, you wanted to talk about your phone. So. I
4: did. That was the other thing I forgot to mention. I got the HTC 1 uh two two days Wednesday. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday. Uh, I really like it the, the the only complaint I have that I was talking about is the the texting is just god awful mm-hmm. and I mess up all the time and it's just brutal. But you can fix that, luckily, with droids. You can download different programs and stuff. I haven't done research on what to get yet, but um, I'm sure there's some suggestions out there.
1: Yeah, there's probably one that's like the mirror of the iPhone there, texting thing.
2: There is. I tried it just to see how it is. There is. I hated it, though. Why? Because how it worked in the S3 was it wouldn't go to the app... It would go to, like, my normal texting app, and then I'd have to open the app, and then oh. it would, like, load onto the app, and I just hated that. Yeah, so that was annoying. I just got used to the normal First texting. First world problems. Yeah. <laughs> you think kids and... In...
4: Right, right to the max. <laughs> um. Yeah, but Wait, I really... You don't have an iPhone anymore? No, I got an HTC One.
3: Weren't you clamoring for an iPhone for years? Yeah,
4: and I got it, and I really liked it.
0: Why
3: don't
4: you have one anymore? Didn't, where, where were you last week when I was talking about this, Corey?
1: Eric's more of a power user now than he, than I don't he pay used attention. to be
4: well i got I just you know I get kind of bored, yeah, me too, I, yeah, I want to try something different, and i Dan suggested the h t c one and that's what I got
0: mm-hmm.
4: you know I really, I really like it uh, i I loaded I didn't put any games on it, yet, I just loaded up my podcasts that I listen to, and we'll
1: we'll do emulators before too, yeah, long.
4: so i'm I'm looking forward to really getting some good stuff on there, mm-hmm. getting right into it, yeah, getting balls deep in it. Emulators
1: but, with for your legally backed up copies of your absolutely. old video games.
4: Lots of them backed up. So mm-hmm. hundreds. But yeah. So I mean it's only been a day, but I would suggest it so far.
2: hmm Okay. Will what about you? Um the first thing I want to talk about is I got a new app on my phone. It's called Smart Alarm. I feel like Corey has talked about this before. But what it what it does is before you go to bed you click um, start the clock and it asks you what time like you want to wake up. So you set the time that you want to wake up and then you lay the phone face down onto your bed. And what it does is, while you sleep, it keeps track of like the noises you make, the light sleep phases, and really, yeah. The... I don't even want to hear any of the noises. That stuff creeps me out.
4: Oh, I thought you were insinuating something sexual for a second. I was like, what... no, 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 because <laughs> I get
2: really creeped out by like your grunts I...
1: and groans and snoring, or talking.
4: Talking in
2: my sleep would really bug me if I heard it, and like I get really freaked out with like ghosts and stuff like that. Uh, and if I heard anything in my room, I would yeah. not be in my room for yeah. months. Yeah, I I'm get so scared of that stuff. I hear you. So I don't. I don't even click to hear any of the noises. Really? Yeah. Can
4: I listen to
1: them
2: if you really want?
1: <laughs> we don't want to hear it. I
2: don't want to hear it. I want to hear it. All right.
1: I don't care. Actually, it's not my house, so.
2: I also have an air conditioning in my room, so like you'll uh, there's a lot of noises and like is this out for Droid? Do you know? Probably. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure What's there it is. Called now? Smart smart clock you know there's right? a
1: f- there's a few of them you could you could definitely find one for android
2: so wait this one records smart alarm. You while you sleep yeah and it, it keeps track of like the light sleep phases and deep sleep phases that you enter in and um it keeps track of how long you sleep and what it does is you set like i set my alarm for like 5:15 to get up for work so what it does is it wakes me up the best possible second for me to get up within like my sleep cycles really? so i usually get it usually wakes me up at like 4 52 ish around that area And normally I'd be like, oh, my God, I get to sleep. I need to go back to bed for, like, 20 more minutes. But because, like, it wakes me up at the best possible time, I feel great.
4: I have always thought that. Like, the first time I wake up, when my alarm goes off that first time, Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, I could get up, but I'm not going to. And then I go back to sleep, and I I, I wake up again, and I'm like, dear fucking God, what happened to me in this, last 15 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yep. So, yeah, it wakes you up the best possible second for your, your you know, through your sleep cycle. And, like, I would go to bed at, like, midnight, which normally for me on work would be would be pretty bad. I'd be pretty tired, but I'd feel so good because it wakes me up at the right time every time.
1: Makes a difference. It makes
2: a huge difference. So, I'm like, I can't imagine, like, going to bed at, like, eight and then waking up at, like, that time. So, I'm going to try that out. But that app, I love it. I'm, I don't know why it took me so long to get get that because i knew about it but i never tried it and i just recently tried because two of my friends at work tried it Uh so i was like i'll just give it a shot okay first day it worked perfectly nice yeah because
3: you have um 90 90 minute sleep cycles so it wakes you up in between sleep cycles so you're not in a deep sleep when you wake up yeah because that's when you feel like crap
0: right
1: which for me is most mornings i struggle to get out of bed I struggle yeah. like you wouldn't believe. There's actually a few different options. One of the wristbands that I want to get because my my Nike one's broken. Uh, the Jawbone Up does does the same thing. It except it you know it's on your wrist and it vibrates um, to wake you up when you're supposed to get up. You know for your for your sleep cycle. What's psycho. this now? The Jawbone Up wristband.
4: It's like the Nike one. It's, you had? Yeah, it's like this one, but because I was thinking about getting something like that. Yeah that, that one out.
1: that one does a lot of sleeping stuff too which is that you know the nike one doesn't have anything like how that how much is so. it you know 130 Damn. there's also the fitbit kickstarter fitbit flex that's 100 I'll it's the same, same type of thing i don't know that 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 wakes you up but it does sleeping stuff too
2: i'll check them out i don't know if that's the one i'd load it up it's free right mm-hmm. i would just load it and see if that's what it what it does
1: all right do you ever knock your phone off your bed
2: uh i have not yet the only problem with it is you need to have your phone plugged in while it's on their bed because it stays on. Yeah. So it drained my battery in like four hours down to like 60% from 100. Mm-hmm. So now I just have an extension cord to my bed Plug with my in. charger. There amp. you go. But that's one thing I did. The other thing I did is I uh, played Dynasty Warriors 8 with one of our fans uh-huh. from uh, Ryan from Iowa. Yeah. Because um, he talked about last week how, you know, the Dynasty Warriors episode really interested him and he wanted to see how it was and if he should get it. And I told him, yeah, I'd totally get it. And he asked if, I, if I'd play. So I was like, yeah, Definitely. So he got it, and I think it was someday that we decided to play. Um, so it was fun playing with him. Uh, I, was, I was telling um, Eric and Dan. I was asking him a couple questions about how he found us because I like to know yeah. how they find us. Like, I don't know, because we're not like exactly an extremely popular. Podcast, yes, we are. So, so <laughs> it always interests me when people find out, like find us. So I was asking him, and his story was actually pretty funny. He works in an office, he said, and he listens to podcasts pretty much all day. And he was really excited for Assassin's Creed Three. So he typed that into iTunes, and our podcast was one of the like top two that came up. And he read the description that I don't know was it Corey that wrote it? That's four guys, in yeah, upstate yeah. New York. That probably Corey. Yeah. Yeah. So that Corey wrote, and he said it really interested him because it reminded him of him and like all of his friends. Yeah. So he tried it out and. Even though we hated on Assassin's Creed 3, he really enjoyed the podcast. So, Did we
1: hate on it the first episode? I thought, I thought it was later that we hated on it. I know I, we had some things we didn't like. I know we didn't shit on it too
4: hard the first, first episode. First
2: time. I don't think we were hot on it. Yeah. I know Corey, no, and we were... Eric, Corey and Eric weren't because of the intro, the thir- like yeah. three-hour
1: tutorial. Oh, that's tutorial.
2: right. And I was,
3: like, I was kind of being trying to be fair. I was like, yeah, I'm not feeling it, but I'm going to give it more time. And then I think I started dumping on it the further episodes down the line.
4: That's right. I don't think that the, the intro bothered me as much as it did Corey.
2: Yeah, uh you guys you were more in the camp of it bothered you. Dan and I, I were funny. more I didn't I have I think Eric Eric was more bothered by the gameplay. I think. Yeah.
4: I did struggle with the gameplay, I just didn't mm-hmm. think it was very good. Yeah. I just remember I didn't have
2: it. And by the way, that might that, that's the one.
4: That's the right one. Yeah.
2: Okay. And I remember Dan liked it a little bit more.
1: Yeah. So that, until that's it
2: funny forced... though that that's funny though that we came up in the search like that. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I really enjoy hearing from, like, how people found us. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, we played Dynasty Warriors 8, and I actually ran to one of the, a very big problem, which didn't bug me very much. Uh, what happened was I was in the middle of the battle when he wanted to play, so I was like, all right, yeah, I'll just save the story mission, and uh, I'll come back to it. So he invited me to play, and we started a campaign thing, and it said that I was going to save. And I thought I was just going to save over my campaign uh, mission, and I would just have to restart the mission so you know i saved over my file you know everything was fine so i come back the next day and booted up to play and i was like huh none of my story progress for the the red team woo was on there i was like that's weird you know whatever i can i'll just do another one but i went to go to do free mode and i look and everything was gone really all my generals i unlocked under shoe were gone all the levels for them all the weapons like all my story progress for everything was completely wiped out i guess it's like a bug and I was like I was like no and I was only like mad for like five minutes and then I was like well I mean I guess I just get to play more Dynasty Warriors yeah so (laughs) that that, I mean still that's frustrating
3: you do the the same thing over and over again anyway in that game
2: yeah and if I enjoy it so much like it didn't bother me so I was like well I'll just play it again Mm -hmm. so what I did is I uh, I'm not going to do multiplayer for a little bit until they do a patch because I think they're going to fix some of the multiplayer stuff with the patch that's going to fix the lag which we'll talk about yeah and what we played okay um so, basically, I just restarted, but I chose the faction that I hadn't started yet, which was Wei, so I did that and played through that, and I started the other one, so mm-hmm. I'm just choosing the, the the factions I haven't done yet, and then I'm going to go back and, you know, do the ones I already did most of, so mm-hmm. I wasn't really that mad, um, I know Ryan was uh, asking me, because I signed him a message saying, multiplayer is a trap, <laughs> okay. and he was like, what? So, I'd, I told him I'd explain it a little bit on the podcast, mm-hmm. but, uh. So, yeah, be very careful if you're going to do multiplayer with people because if it asks you to save, say no. Yeah. But, yeah, other than that, mm, I played The Last of Us, which I'll get into and what we played. (laughs) Yeah, that was horrible. I hated every minute of it. But, yeah. Okay. That's it. All right,
1: thanks, Will. Mm -hmm. Corey, what do you got?
2: Oh, boy. I've been trying to watch more movies. Okay.
3: Uh, I used to watch a ton of movies. I haven't watched movies in a long time. Uh, but anyway, we recently got cable, um, and I haven't had cable since when I lived at home in like 2006. Six, Six. yeah, 2006. Um, but anyway, I watched the movie Battleship, mm-hmm. the new the new Battleship movie, uh-huh. which has um, was directed by the Friday Night Lights guy. I can't think of his name. Tim something Peterberg. Pat- um, yeah, Peterberg. Yeah, Peterberg. I watched the new Red Dawn a remake of the old Red Dawn with uh Chris Hemsworth. Oh geez! Who I I really like. Uh the, the remake was fine. It was nothing special. Mm-hmm. And I also watched Rise of the Guardians, which is actually kind of cool. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. No. It's like all the like the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy have to defend children from the nightmare guy. I don't know. It's it's kind of it sounds kind of silly, but it was no, actually
1: pretty cool. I, I'm vaguely familiar with that. Yeah. Is it animated?
3: It's animated, yeah. And, like, Jack Frost is the hero. Okay. Because he's, like, one of those, quote-unquote, guardians that nobody really knows about. I mean, nobody really cares about Jack Frost. Right. But anyway, I just wanted to share that. Um, And I also... (laughs) How
1: was Battleship before you go on?
3: Battleship was all right. I knew it didn't review very well, but, like, Rihanna was in it, and I was just like, ah, Rihanna, what are you doing?
1: Starting Um, her acting career. Obviously,
3: yeah, she won like the Nickelodeon Teen Choice Award for best acting debut or some stupid shit.
1: Ah, eh, the fix is in.
3: But she also won a Razzie for worst actress,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: something like that. I don't know. Okay. uh But it was good. It it had some cool sci-fi stuff. um yeah. I didn't actually didn't finish watching it. I shouldn't count that, but mm-hmm. um I watched until like the last fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. and I was pulled away. I don't remember why but uh also um my girlfriend and i try and do walking tours of the city every sunday and this sunday we went up to the upper west side i uh, went to some par- uh, park and west some side. stuff but we also went to the museum of natural history and i last time i went was in whenever we did our new york city trip i think it was like fourth grade or something like that it was the last time i was at this museum i do not like museums no no i I just realized like it was packed i couldn't walk anywhere like i didn't care to stop and read anything i was just looking at stuff and like you don't get anything out of it when you do it like that it's just like oh look at that cool diorama and that's the end of it um i just feel like like with the internet i can sit down and have a way better experience for any of this stuff than having to go and it sucks because music you know museums are such a great thing but it was just such a bad experience
1: what about like an art museum
3: well, art's a little bit different because you kind of have to see it in person. And it, right. like, honestly, uh, I went to the Met last year, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's uh, modern art, oh. which eh, yeah, you know, I, silly art. Yeah, some of it's silly a, some
1: some of it's okay, but most some of, it. of
3: it's really interesting. But most of it's like, oh, you smeared a cheeseburger on a sheet of canvas. I hope yeah. Jay Z didn't buy that cheeseburger.
1: <laughs> that, that, that sort of stuff's yeah. lost on me.
3: It's lost on me too, but I, yeah, I did enjoy that more than this museum. But I was like thinking, um, natural history, you know, I get to see some pretty cool. The only, honestly, I saw some meteorites, meteorites, um, which were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You get to touch them and stuff, and it's like this Ooh. came from outer space. It just feels like a hard brick of iron. It's yeah, not like it's metal. You, you picture like majestic, weird metals and elements, but it's not it's just a big hunk of
4: iron, iron. pretty much. Yeah, life's iron. not very majestic, is it?
3: <laughs> no. yeah, they had some smaller ones behind cases that had some funky gems and stuff in it, but Mm -hmm. they didn't want us touching that because we'd get the alien virus or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was, I don't know. I just like, I could sit down at Wikipedia and read about this shit and have a better time. Right. Um, And we went to the stupid IMAX, which was so dumb because it's not even like an IMAX. It's, it's like a, it's like a movie theater screen, but they call it an IMAX and I get through work. I get a half off discount. I got, we get into the museums for free, but I get a half off discount for like the special exhibits And the IMAX is one of them. And we paid $15, which is half price, mind you, to see a 45-minute IMAX about penguins. And like I said, it wasn't even like a big, giant IMAX screen. It was a typical movie theater screen. Aren't they all about
4: Um, penguins, too?
3: They might as well have been. The other quote-unquote IMAX they had was about outer space. And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, But that one, half price, was $25. Wow. And it was 20 minutes long. A piece? And actually... Yeah, I actually that's asked it. the guy. I'm like, which one of these do you recommend? And he's like, well, I really liked the Space one. I haven't seen the Penguin one, but I would go see the Penguin one because for 25 bucks for 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, that's a don't lot. Waste your money.
3: And there was actually a guy that worked there. I was like, oh, thanks for the tip, man. Yeah. Um, and I was really happy because, like I said, the IMAX screen was garbage.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but it did... The, the space thing and, and being there and seeing the meteorite stuff got me uh, interested. And I showed my girlfriend this. I don't know if you've ever seen it, Dan, but the Wow signal. Are you no. familiar with that?
1: No. I probably happened, heard of it.
3: Yeah, it, it happened in. Oh, God, I can't remember now. It was the 70s? Oh, late yeah. 70s or something. Yeah. Some do, the, it was uh, part of the search for extraterrestrial yep. life. And in. And, and, uh, they recorded, you know, the signals that came in. They were looking for radio signals, yep. Um And they were focused on this one one space um, in uh, the Sagittarius constellation mm-hmm. or something like that. And they got this one signal uh, that was just a steady stream of radio signals, which they postulate if a alien race were trying to contact us that would be the way they would do it Mm -hmm. and it was so irregular for all the data they were collecting they they have not to this day come up with a good explanation for what it was yeah um it's just fascinating to think like what if there was a whole other world of people that were trying to signal us for some reason
2: yeah to to attack us
3: or any? yeah maybe they're still waiting for our response so they know where to go to take all our Organic material.
2: Yeah, I didn't
1: know about that. I didn't realize that's what it was called. Wait, what's this called, Dan? Yeah. The Wow signal. The
3: Wow signal. There's a good, there's a good Stephen Hawking, Hawking video on YouTube about it. Um, I recommend
0: it because it it's
3: like they, the way they build they the way they bill it is. It's like, eh, we've been scanning the skies for all these years and have not haven't found anything. And then they get, he's like, except for this one thing, and it's like it's unexplained. It's really
2: interesting. Mm-hmm. Dan Carlin should talk about it.
1: Yes, you should. Oh, yes. science. Speaking of speaking of which, are you? Is that is that everything, Corey? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I uh, I one thing I wanted to mention as I started listening to a new podcast called The History of Rome on recommendation, uh, it starts at the very beginning, the uh, legendary beginning of Rome, all the way up until when it collapses in the what fifth fifth century, um, and uh you know I not one for comparisons, but yeah, you know, I compared to Dan Carlin's fall. fall fall of the roman republic um and and this this podcast series is it's like over 200 episodes uh you you know running from like 15 minutes to 25 minutes per episode so it's you know i can listen to quite a few in a day it's more textbook ish whereas dan carlin uh paints everything in kind of like a novel format so if you're really interested in history, you'll probably like it. But if you don't really care that much about history, it probably won't interest you that much. Um, but I, so far, I really like it because it's, you know, giving me some background on the, the stuff that Dan Carlin did about the Roman Empire and, and afterwards, which is also interesting to me. So if you're interested in history, look up the History of Rome podcast. It's it's uh, very informative. So That's the only other thing I had to talk about, I think. Whenever I take my My Week notes, I can never remember anything that I did <laughs> Same here. the past week. So. Same here. I just remembered that when you said Dan Carlin. Uh, anything else anyone want to chime in with before we take a break?
3: Nope. My Week was mostly dominated by playing Terraria.
1: Okay. My, <laughs> mine was mostly dominated by playing uh, Steam Game 2, which we'll, too. Get, we'll get into. In, uh, in
3: the chat, we're watching the gameplay footage for Saints Row 4. Uh-huh. And there is a entirely nude woman shooting a blaster rifle at a bunch of suited men.
1: And that's what's great about Saints Row. <laughs> it's pretty fascinating. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with our main segment on the Steam Summer Sale right after this. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to episode one hundred and five of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are talking about the Steam Summer Sale. Uh, as I said earlier in the episode, we're going to be talking about the games we bought, how much money we spent. For some of us, I don't know.
4: Did you calculate it, Eric? My money? Yeah. No. Okay. You don't have to. I can give you an approximation. Yeah,
1: yeah, because you probably know how much approximately how much you spent on, the, on each game. Yeah. Right? Um, also, talking about some of the games that we that we played from our Steam Summer Sale. Also, there are some questions. I don't know if we want to do. The questions during the main segment that we got for feedback, um, while the, while they're relevant, oh, but yeah. we'll 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 decide when we get there. I guess. Um, so let, first of all, let's all run down the list of the games we bought.
4: Oh my god!
1: Um, Will, why don't you go ahead and get us started?
4: All right, um, hurry
1: up!
2: <laughs> no, let's make it snappy. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna start until Eric's gone.
3: Sign language them all to us.
2: <laughs> if I knew sign language, I'd, I'd attempt. But uh, the first thing I got was Skyrim Dragonborn DLC. That was the only DLC I didn't have from uh, the other Scrolls Skyrim for PC. Then I got the Borderlands Two Season Pass. Should I say how much each one was? It's up to you. Okay, so the- I didn't
1: write that down for me, but
2: well, the Dragon—I I guessed how much it would be. I didn't <laughs> do this while I was buying, so I just—I from what I remember, the Dragonborn DLC was ten dollars, and I got the Borderlands Two Season Pass for ten dollars. Bastion, I think, was two fifty. Deadlight I think was $5. Dishonored and the DLC was 16. Dungeon Defenders was 250. Um ugh. Why,
3: ugh. Uh, I somehow ended up with that and I don't know how. Uh,
4: did, did I gift it to him? Yeah, I gifted it to you, you idiot. <laughs> Ass. Peggy's <laughs> mocking you. I know he is. <laughs> anyway, I didn't want to give him that satisfaction.
2: Any anyway. Um I got endless space. I um, think it was ten dollars. I was on Corey's recommendation. Yeah. Orcs must die too. I thought that was two fifty. I don't, wasn't sure. That was the it, only one I definitely wasn't. It sure It was on. pretty cheap. It was like two fifty yeah. then, because I don't think I would have got it. I wouldn't it was... have either.
4: <laughs> Plus, you had it.
2: <laughs> so, so I got it. Um, then Payday the Heist, which was this was the first Payday. That was five. Rogue Legacy was ten. Civ four just kind of showed up in my inbox for free. I don't know why.
1: <laughs> Maybe from something else you bought.
2: Yeah, it was just in there, and I was like, oh, install. I know I didn't buy it, so I just installed it. I'm sure it.
4: if I had gifted it to you, you would have hated it.
2: <laughs> I probably would have. Like, yeah. I hate Dungeon Defenders. Right.
3: <laughs> no, me too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I got that. Anyway, uh, Super Meat Boy was 250 Terraria was also 250 So the total amount of games I got were 13 and I spent $76. Mm-hmm. Dollars. Okay. Which I was proud I was under 100.
4: Yeah. 76, you say?
2: Yeah. All
1: right. Uh, I'll go next. I bought Half-Life 2 Episode and Episode 1 and 2. Uh, extra content or DLC or whatever. Sleeping Dogs, Rogue Legacy, Deadlight, Dust and Elysian Tail, Mirror's Edge, Terraria, Galactic Civilizations 2, Dark Souls, Mountain Blade, Warband... I was gifted War of the Roses. Uh, I got the Incredible oh, yeah. Adventures of Van Helsing, Chivalry, Medieval Warfare, Mountain Blade, Warband, Napoleonic Wars DLC uh, for a grand total of eighty dollars for fourteen games. I think it was like eighty twenty-five or something like that. It was a little over eighty, but mm-hmm. I rounded down to eighty. Corey, what'd you get?
3: I got in order, Endless Space Gold for eleven eighty-nine. Civ 5, the Brave New World expansion, for $20.09. Trine 2, The Complete Story, for $3.99. A Terraria 4-pack, for $7.49. Alan Wake, for $2.99. A War of the Roses 4-pack, for $14.99. Dark Souls Prepare to Die Edition, for $7.49. Star Forge, for $9.99. Prison Architect, for $20. And Skyrim, the Legendary Edition, for $35. I only regret one of those purchases. Well, maybe two. Um, but I think I spent just over a hundred.
0: Okay.
5: Uh,
3: well you got, you yeah, got, I bought, you... I bought prison architect and Skyrim like the last day, which really put me over. Yeah. Well, those two together are 55 bucks.
1: Yeah. Skyrim was expensive. Yeah. Well, I it was cheap for what it was, but it was the most expensive you know, deal yeah, it was on there. 30, $36.
2: 36. Yeah. Which two do you regret?
3: Uh, Starforge. <laughs>
1: Oh, you didn't like StarForge
3: War of the Roses.
1: Oh. Did you play War of the Roses? Yeah. Didn't like? No. Okay.
3: I'll talk about it.
4: All right. Stand by it. Eric, what'd you get? Uh, okay. I got uh, Bully, the Scholarship Edition, um, Dungeon Defenders, Magica, Mark of the Ninja, Orcs Must Die 2, Rayman Origins, uh, Reyes, Rogue Legacy and terraria. Mhm. Yes. Okay. I don't know what my grand total was. I would say around 40-50 bucks mm-hmm. maybe. All right. But uh, I think my most expensive game was Rogue Legacy.
1: Yeah, that was mine too. It was I think it, I when I bought it it was It was either 10 or I think or it was 10.99. I think,
4: yeah, it was around there.
1: That was definitely. all the other games that I bought were between 3.50 and like $7. I think yeah. Dark Souls was 7.50. Yeah. Van Helsing was seven fifty, um, but all my other games were between three and like six bucks. Yeah, I
4: think after Rogue Legacy, my most expensive one was Reyes, that was like five bucks. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I had a couple at the exact
4: five dollar amount. Yeah,
3: did you buy any you can't play?
4: Uh, is for, I don't know for sure, but the two that um, System Requirements Lab said my computer passed, but not completely passed, was Reyes and. Mark of the Ninja.
3: Really? You'll well, probably be all right. Yeah, you'll be all right. I would say I'd say you're you're definitely okay in Mark of the Ninja. Ray's might be a little bit. Yeah. Of an issue.
4: Yeah.
1: Just because of the excessive computational amount that your computer yeah. has to do computations. You should get an Xbox controller for playing those. I'm going to. Yeah, a wired controller. Yeah. I Especially will. You can,
3: if you're you gonna... can use a you can use a PS4 controller. Yeah, that's PS3 true. PS3 controller.
4: Yeah. A PS3 controller. Yeah. Oh, because it's a USB. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, plug you just it plug it,
3: like. it right in. You have to download uh, Motion Joy, I think it's called. Or X Patter. Is that the other one?
1: Yeah, X Patter.
4: Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll work out.
1: That's what I would do. A lot of those games are. I mean, uh, Mark of the Ninja is good with a controller. Super Meat Boy, if you ever played, this, is. I do want to play You that. have to play with a controller. I would not suggest the keyboard controller. I tried for
4: that. with a mouse.
1: Yeah. Not so good. No.
4: Yeah. So okay.
1: Uh well I guess we'll talk about the questions. Uh or talk questions. Uh Jeff on Facebook asked uh what was one game you wanted to go on sale but didn't? Anyone have any games that they really wanted to go on sale? I had one, I know.
3: I was with you, Dan.
1: Kingdoms of Amalur?
3: Yeah. Yep. Is that even on Steam? Because I know EA pulled a bunch of their games. It is. It, it is it's on, on there.
1: Yep, it's on my wish list. It's thirty bucks for just the game. And um, I think the true. The game with all the DLCs, fifty. Uh, it's been on sale on Origin and like Amazon, not Amazon, um, GameFly for eight to ten dollars. But I just can't, I can't bring myself to do it because it's on Origin. So.
3: Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, and that's like the only one I can think of that I was looking to see if it went on sale yep. to buy. I, I think pretty much. Well, I'll just say it now. Um, s- some of the ones I wanted. Was Brave New World, right. which I ended up getting. Uh, Far Cry Three: Blood Dragon, which I didn't get, even though I was heading into the Steam sale, wanting God. to pick it. up.
1: I missed it too. It's so good. I was at work when, like, when a large portion of when that was on sale. It was seven fifty, I think.
3: It was yeah. It was just a com- it was a, a community choice, so yep. it didn't last very long. Yep, I missed it. Um, I-, I picked
4: it, yeah. hoping you guys would buy it. I did too.
3: <laughs> Prison Architect was another one I wanted going into it, and I got that. And the other one was Don't Starve, which I didn't end up getting. Um, I guess I guess the case for Don't Starve in, in Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon was like, you know, how much time do I have to play this? You know, maybe it's a little bit too much, given I probably won't play it. And I think that's why I didn't pick them up.
4: You're not giving Blood Dragon the respect it deserves there, Corey?
3: Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, I haven't even played it, so I don't know for sure. I have played Don't Starve, and even though I really liked Don't Starve, I said to myself, I've got one of these. In Terraria, yeah. um, I don't know when I'm ever going to play it again. Maybe I won't pick
1: it up. It's also supposed to come out for PS4. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I, I, what's that?
3: Yes. Don't starve. Yep. Yeah.
1: Which I think would play yeah. fantastic with a controller. Uh, I'll be buying it for, yes. for PS4.
3: Definitely, it would definitely play play better with a controller. Yeah. Um, did Crusader Kings 2 go on sale?
1: I don't know. Anything.
4: I want to say yes, but I'm not yes. positive. Yes,
1: it did. Uh, okay. the game itself went on sale. I don't know if any of the DLC went on sale.
4: Because I was kind of looking
3: for that one. Uh, I wanted to pick it up, but I, I don't know why I did. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It did go on sale, but I, there was, like, so many, uh, I don't know if you want to call it DLC or what, that I just didn't know what I was buying. Right. I wanted to buy all of it, and I didn't know if what I was buying was all of it.
1: There's, like, a there's, like, packages that go on sale. If you if you look on Amazon, you can, a lot of times, you can get Crusader okay. Kings and all the DLC. That That's actually how I got all the DLC, was from amazon at a steep discount i already had the the main game so and then you have to enter all those codes for all the individual little pieces of dlc which is a pain in the balls. it was a pain in the balls but it was like 15 pieces i think
3: and the only other thing i wanted that i didn't see was more bundles of games
1: Mm -hmm.
3: like more uh i looked back through my history of purchases and my very first digital purchase on Steam was in 2009 for uh 2K games big huge pack. And that's how I got all the old XCOM games, all the Civ games at the time in 2009. Mm-hmm. Um and some other silly stuff. I think BioShock came in that too. Yeah. So we there weren't too many bundles like that
0: though.
1: No, they had a few, but they like they weren't easy to find. Like I knew the star they had a Star Wars bundle that was on sale. And the only reason why I knew that is because there was a few of the Star Wars games that I had on my wish list that I was keeping an eye on. And I was gonna get Knights of the Old Republic and Knights of the Old, Old Republic too for like three fifty, but I, I didn't end up doing it. Um but I, w- I also had considered just buying the whole bundle because I think it was like fifty bucks, normally a hundred. Maybe it was fifty percent off for yeah. all the all the Star Wars games that are on Steam, so that I was tempted to do. But yeah, you're absolutely right. The some more more developer bundles would have been nice.
3: Because that's always fun and always seems like a really great deal. Yeah,
1: absolutely, because a lot of times they're 75% off for like really good games if you find the right developer. Yeah, the, the main thing, I the only game I, I followed closely was Kingdoms of Amalur, really hoping it would go on sale, but obviously that didn't happen, which was unfortunate, but I, I think I got my money's worth of the games that I did buy. So uh, let's see uh dave dave in boston asked what was the most you guys spent on a game during the steam sale i think mine was about eight bucks i got 16 or 17 games for less than a hundred dollars total um i think me and eric already talked about our most expensive game was rogue Le- was your most expensive game rogue legacy too well
2: no mine was dishonored in the dlc for 16 okay yeah mine
1: was rogue legacy which i got for 10 or 11 dollars i'm not sure i think it was 11 i think it was 10.99 on sale so that was the most expensive game that i got same and Corey was, was Skyrim Legendary. Yeah, right?
3: but I don't, wouldn't really count that. Right. Um, I would say it would be Prison Architect. Okay, which is twenty. I mean, because it's a solo game. There's no There's no DLC that's come out for it. I mean, it's just hard for me to say that thirty five dollars for Skyrim and all the DLC was the most expensive because you know Prison Architect is just one game, no expansion. Right. It's actually an alpha. Oh wow! And it, was, it was twenty bucks. Okay, so.
1: And uh, you're looking at hundreds of hours with Skyrim. Really, you know?
3: Yeah, really. I I think that was uh, that was probably one of the better deals of the sale overall. Yeah, was the Skyrim Legendary Edition.
1: I actually bought that shortly before the Steam sale started off of Amazon for or GameFly for the same. It was about thirty six dollars. Yeah, for everything. So
3: it's nice. It's it's I I I mentioned this last uh, last week when we talked about it, but people were commenting before the steam sale that they felt like this would be the first year. Some people might be disappointed by the steam sale. I could totally see that. I mean, we talked about it already, but like all the deals we've seen before really. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any specific, like, holy shit blockbusters that they dropped.
1: Right. Yeah. What a lot of people were saying was that the people that have been on steam for a long time, probably had a lot of these games or, or PC only gamers had a lot of these games already. So a lot of the sales didn't really matter to them. Um, you know, I I've only recently started building my Steam library, so I didn't have a lot of the games that, you know, that I ended up buying, so um I made out pretty well. Anyway. Yeah,
4: yeah. I was actually pretty surprised with the uh number of games I bought cuz going in I knew that I could really only run the indie games and stuff like that, and I right. didn't think there were that many that I could buy, but I got a, a fair amount. I'm yeah. pretty happy with it. Yeah. I've already got my And the my thing is, is Eric,
3: even though, even though those are like smaller indie games, you still got a bunch of great games. Oh,
4: yeah. Uh, the reason I bought Bully was I think, were you talking about that once, Corey?
3: Yeah, I, I bought it not too long ago and played it a little bit. Did you honestly. like it? I've Honestly, I played like five minutes. Okay. I got to the first cutscene and then I stopped.
4: Yeah. I mean, it was only like two bucks.
3: Yeah.
2: It's a good deal. Yeah. Okay. Well, it I know. Really good. I
1: know you had a couple things that you wanted to talk about, right? You had some questions. Ahead.
2: Oh, yeah. One of the games I came up with, uh, or questions I came up with, was like, "What would?" Here, let me get my phone up real quick. There, okay. I wrote them down.
4: Dan, real quick yes. side note: Do you think my computer would run Shadowrun Returns? It's not on system requirement Labs for some reason.
1: It well, it just came out today, probably. Okay. Uh, that's the reason why. That's a tough call. I mean, it's a point and click. Yeah. Uh, there's different graphic settings too. It's a tough call. You probably wait and just. Yeah, I would all wait right. until it goes up on system. Well, you know what? Let me look at. Let me look up the system during the break. I'll look okay. up the system. There, the requirements for it, and we'll see if your. Okay. Your PC meets them. Sorry, well. I would think so.
2: It's all good. I need to get this question up. All right. One of the questions is uh, game you'll least likely play okay. out of Ooh, all the
4: things. That's an easy one for me. I think. What is it? Bully. Bully. Yeah. <laughs> All
2: right. Uh, yeah.
1: What like, was the question?
2: Game you'll least likely play. Hmm. Can it be one I've already
3: played?
1: <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, okay. Mine would be probably mountain blade Warband Napoleonic Wars only because I, when I bought it, I wasn't aware that it was multiplayer only DLC. Mm. So, uh, as much as I liked as, as much as I like mountain blade Warband, which I'll talk about shortly. Um, n- the multiplayer doesn't doesn't interest me at all, so mm-hmm. that's probably the one I'd least likely play.
2: What about you, Will? Mine, <laughs> I've had this feeling when we all got it, well, when Eric bought it for us, is Dungeon Defenders. Oh, yeah. Because this is a game that Corey, me, and Dan, and Eric have all wanted to play on the 360, never did. And went on sale, I played it a lot on 360. Well, not with me. and PS, PS3. Well, yeah. You actually—you never had a three sixty. It was the three of us that we're going to play on the three sixty <laughs> together, and we never did. And now Wait, we did have you guys it. Guys, all buy it. I did. I didn't. I already had it. So now we have it on the computer, and I feel like the, the same thing's going to happen.
4: Well, it might. It will. You never know. But I mean, we should, we should definitely play. We should. Why don't we just Pro- do that? Prove I mean, me. Prove me wrong, please. It's
3: fun. It's a
4: fun game. Yeah. I, I'm sure it is. I've heard nothing but good things. I mean and I think
3: I think um I don't know about you guys, but I could have two people playing on my copy, but we could all play together online. So if somebody was playing sitting next to me, we could have
0: I know, see. yeah, I see what extra you're saying. people.
3: So it's local and internet co op mm. at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: That's one of the things that, about that game that makes it really, really fun is that it's like seamless the way Games work, and who's playing and how they play. They can pop in and out and whatever.
1: Okay. Anything else? Well,
2: uh, the other one is your favorite deal. I don't know. Did we go over a question like that? No. No. Yeah, your favorite deal that you saw, or favorite like favorite deal you got.
1: Okay. I like that. Well, I'm gonna go with the game I played the most out of all my games. Is that's Mountain Blade Warband? I've put almost 30 hours into it, and I spent I saw you playing. That. crap! Six five six dollars on it or five i don't remember it was five or six it wasn't very much um i'm gonna have to get it i already gotten 30 <laughs> i'm gonna have to get that. 30 hours out of it so i would say <laughs> so far that's my that's my favorite deal um i have plenty of hours to go still too so i, I my cousin asked me how i liked it and i said well it's definitely the best five or six dollars i ever spent on a video
4: game well, i'm so, excited to hear you talk about yeah, it I, yeah. I, hear i'm this.
1: not gonna do it justice i can tell you that now much. what's it called again though? mountain blade warband
3: I played briefly, like 15 minutes, because I think that's all. It let me play of Mountain Blade on Gaikai.
1: Oh. Okay. And
3: I, I I really liked it. Yeah. Um, but again, it was only 15 minutes. Like, I didn't get a good taste for it. So yeah, I you ne- curious.
1: you need to play a lot more to get get your beak wet in that game. It, t- it take it's got a it's got a doozy. You know, it, it takes a while for you to build yourself up enough to where you feel like you can accomplish something.
3: Doesn't it have some like really unique gameplay stuff? In yes. It? Yeah. For, for that genre.
1: Yeah. Yep. Genre, okay. which, which I'll get into.
3: Genre. I have a question. Yeah. What game were you guys looking at
2: the most, but just couldn't pull the trigger? That's easy: Dark Souls and Prison
4: Architect. Uh Prison Architect for me. Like I said, it came down to um, the fact that it's still an alpha, mm-hmm. and it was what was it? Ten bucks off the regular price.
3: Yeah, it's normally thirty, and it was twenty. Yeah, uh,
4: it was that. The fact that it wasn't done yet, and there were a lot of bugs. I don't really want to mess around with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And the fact that none of you had bought it. If I, I must have looked before you bought it, Corey. If I'd have seen you had it, I would have bought it.
3: Yeah, I I seriously waited till zero hour. Yeah, I I think it was might have been the last. No, it wasn't the last day of the sale because uh, I'm not sure it was up.
4: Well, I, I went back and I went back multiple times and molded over and watched a lot about it, and I just didn't pull the trigger on it. Yeah, I, for me
1: the longest for the longest time for me it was Dark Souls. I didn't buy Dark Souls until kind of close to the end, but I did end up buying it. For me, the games that I I was very close to buying and didn't was Knights of the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were only three seventy five each. Uh, I love both of those games, but. Um, especially the first Knights of the Old Republic I played so much. I, I really, with all the new games that I got that I haven't played yet, I really couldn't see myself ever get around to playing it. And if I do really want to play Knights of the Old Republic or Knights of the Old Republic 2, I'll spend $10 on it, you know? Yeah. Or maybe I'll get it for like the iPad Mm -hmm. or something. So that was what I couldn't, couldn't pull the trigger on.
2: Mm -hmm. Two others that I just thought of were Tomb Raider and Kerbal.
4: Oh, Oh, yeah. Kerbal was another one I almost bought. Yeah. Yeah. Kerbal. Yeah. I thought about too.
2: count me in for
3: Kerbal.
1: Okay. All right. uh, Any other questions?
3: I have a Reddit infographic that has some information that I pulled up. Okay. Let's hear it. I don't remember who posted it, so I can't really give the individual credit, but it was Reddit. It's on Reddit. Um, Yeah. 183 games were featured overall. That number would have been higher if people voted for different games in the community choice. Um, there were 66 repeat deals Uh, 48 games were repeated twice 13 were repeated three times and 5 were repeated four times the games that were repeated four times were Borderlands 2, Chivalry, Medieval Warfare, Civ 5, Skyrim, and Torchlight 2 Um, so in order to be featured four times you would have to have been a daily deal a flash sale, a community choice and on the last day, they did the encore for the most popular sales. Yeah. Um, so you, those the, you, those four games uh, had to be featured in all of those. Mm-hmm. Overall, there were 31 community choice votes, um, and the following community choice winners were not featured elsewhere in the sale, which leads me to believe it was a good deal because like they didn't want to overdo it. Right. Um, Far Cry Three: Blood Dragon being one of them. Mm-hmm. Dragon's Lair. Risen Two, Warframe, and Universe Sandbox. Did mm-hmm. um, didn't you guys look at Universe Sandbox? I had no idea what the hell this thing was. Was well, that
1: the one where you build its moons? No, it's not even a game. It's you, you. get to like create a universe with planets and gravity and stuff. Um, it's oh, it's more it's, it's more of like I, I the way I understood it, it was more more of like a uh, uh, universe simulation than like a game.
3: Like being a god.
1: Yeah, kinda, but really, it was just for like I, I didn't, I didn't get the impression that you could do stuff with individual planets. You just created solar systems and stuff. Yeah, that was the impression that I got anyway.
4: I, I gave it a thought, and then I saw like the silly screenshots with like soccer balls and tennis balls as moons, and I was like, eh. yeah, yeah, nope. I was turned off.
1: Pass on that one. R- Risen Two was actually a game I had bought from Amazon a couple months ago. Have you played it? No, no, I haven't. I because I was in the mood for a pirate game that oh. I hadn't played in a while, and that's why I got that one. But I haven't, oh, I haven't played it pirate yet. Pirate
3: game, you say? Yeah. I have just the game for you, sir. Pirates. Assassin's Creed Four.
4: Oh, oh here we go. Nah, I don't know.
3: Did you guys watch the gameplay, the new gameplay trailer? No, I no, haven't. Ryan
4: Green's been pimping that though.
3: Yeah, I think I'll I'll play it at some point. Yeah, but, play um, it. I actually messaged him on Twitter saying it's all my. Or Facebook or something. It's all my childhood dreams epitomized. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: The pirate thing intrigues me, but they just have to improve the gameplay. And I'll be in. But anyway.
3: Yeah, the the last bit of that Reddit infographic, at least the last bit I cared about, uh, they outlined three goofs on Steam's part. Um, So the Civ Five Flash sale, I think it was day one, caused the Brave New World expansion to discount 33%. And apparently that wasn't supposed to happen, uh, but a lot of people jumped on it, myself included. I was gonna
1: say, is that when you got it? Because I only saw it for like twenty six on sale. Yeah.
3: yeah, I got it when it was twenty or whatever. Um, again, that was one I was watching out for. So, I have. Do you guys have the Steam app on your phone?
4: Yes. I just downloaded it for my iPhone the day before I stopped using my iPhone. <laughs>
3: that was really helpful because you know I could look at all the sales and just buy yeah. it right there. Yeah.
1: That's a, that was um, a great thing. I, I use that to buy a couple of my games.
3: Tomb Raider 2013 was a featured sale one day, which accidentally discounted all previous Tomb Raider games 91%, wow. which is pretty pretty insane. A mm-hmm. lot of these issues were fixed in some cases almost immediately, but still a lot of people got really, like, you know, 15-cent games in some, some cases. Yeah, well,
1: when consistently Steam has, like, 3 million people on it, so people are, you know, when something like that happens, people are going to, someone's going to take advantage of it, you know?
3: Sure. I mean, I don't know if you guys noticed, but every now and again, um, at one o'clock Eastern when the new sales would come up. Yeah. The, it uh, would lag. Would crash. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause I, I, a couple of times I did the same thing. I was like, you know, on my day off on, on Wednesday, I was, I would just sit there and wait 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 the, the 10 minutes and, and hit refresh i'm like yeah new sales <laughs>
3: and, and yeah and it's funny because you're you're not really i mean we were looking for kingdoms of amala really but like you're not really looking for anything specific you're just no. so excited to see what's on. Yeah, the yeah, side i yeah.
4: just wanted to see what it was um, and i couldn't even run most of them right i, I <laughs> yeah. was more
1: excited that uh of, of the, the 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 surprise of what's going to be on there you know mm-hmm. what am i going to spend money on now
4: <laughs> i think i bought and something that, every day
1: I had a couple yeah. days where I didn't. There
4: was one day, one or two, that I didn't. I managed to resist. that mm-hmm. boy.
3: Well, it's like, uh, you gotta you gotta do it... Well, I had to do it privately, because, you know, you can spend money on video games, but not on dinner.
4: Mm. I, well, yeah. <laughs> Been there. Uh, Been there, Corey.
3: But the last goof, Just Cause 2, won the Community Choice vote, causing Just Cause 2... Or Just Cause 1 to discount 96%. Wow.
1: Wow, yeah. Which is pretty insane. I wish I would taken advantage of that. Whether you're going to yeah. play it or not.
0: Right.
3: So okay. there was a lot of that. Um. Fascinating stuff. I wanted to sort of get into the philosophy a little bit of the Steam Summer Sale. Oh, yeah. Um, because there is a school of thought out there that the Steam... And I guess, by extension, all the other digital ga- are you guys still there yeah oh, you sorry will like- will
4: and I are loading up our steam apps <laughs>
3: when when nobody moves, I just fear that you froze and you're gone um, yeah, so there's a school of thought out there that um steam and the other digital delivery platforms like amazon and and whatnot um are devaluing games with these sales, and actually the managing director and head of marketing at gog good old games.com told rps last year this is their quote selling games at too high a discount one often sees discounts above 80 percent off here and there sends a message to gamers this game simply put isn't worth very much of course you make thousands and thousands of sales of a game when it's that cheap but you're damaging the long-term value of your brand because people will just wait for the next insane sale slashing the price of your game is easy improving the content of your offer when you release your game that's more ambitious just wanted to get your guy gauge gauge your guy's opinion on that. Do you think these Steam summer sales devalue games and are putting gamers in a situation or Steam users in the, in the type of situation where they're not going to buy anything new? They'll just wait for the Steam sale.
1: I'm sure there's a certain percentage of people that do that. Uh, me personally, I use it as an opportunity to buy games that I wouldn't otherwise play. Yeah, um, I would never have heard of Mountain Blade Warband if it had not been for the Steam summer sales and it being on sale um same with a lot of these games um i i've been wait. well i've been waiting for mirror's edge to go on sale so i will say that that one i, w- I would never have bought like terraria at full price even though i know it was like a really good game uh dark souls i never would have bought um the incredible adventures of van helsing i never would have bought uh sleeping dogs i was waiting to go on sale rogue legacy i bought on eric's recommendation i would have paid full price if it hadn't been on sale you know um so
4: I, I don't know that that's the case for me. I think uh, I wouldn't have bought Bully. I wouldn't have bought Dungeon Defenders, Magica, Mark of the Ninja looks awesome. I probably wouldn't have bought that only because I didn't know about it. Right. Um, Orcs Must Die definitely wouldn't have bought. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say it devalues the games. Like I said, it gives me an opportunity uh, to try something new.
4: I do know one person that, that I work with that uh, does that. He waits. Waits. Yeah, still didn't buy Skyrim. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, okay. Still not cheap enough for him. Still not cheap enough for him. Oh I just want gosh. to be like, dude, do you know how much game you're gonna get out of that? Yeah, it's got all the
1: DLC too.
4: Wouldn't do it. Yeah. yeah.
3: I, I still argue, and I, I know. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but like, I know which games I'm gonna buy at retail yeah. ahead of time. Yeah. yeah. Me and, too. And I know like which games I'll pick up if they're inexpensive on a Steam sale. Yeah. I don't. I don't feel like that decision is made buy its price immediately like there are certain games where it doesn't matter what the price is i'm getting it right um and other games where it's like well you know if this is cheap enough i'll pick it up
1: i I think we're all kind of like that yeah yeah too
4: definitely yeah
3: i don't know and and yeah like you guys said i wouldn't there's a lot of games i wouldn't have bought i mean i've already played and beat trying to but it was cheap enough on steam and my girlfriend really likes it that it was worth it for me to pick it up, and you know we could beat trying to again Yeah. Uh, on the PC. Right. We, play, I, we played it on PS3 before. Uh, Terraria I probably wouldn't have picked up again yeah. if it wasn't so cheap. I mean, I played it, like I said, uh, last week a long time ago. I don't really, really remember my thoughts on it, but I wouldn't have found that again if it didn't pop up in the Steam sale. And, and that's another thing. It's, it's not necessarily like it's inexpensive, I'll pick it up, but it also promotes games that you might have forgotten about. Absolutely, or, or had no idea
1: um, about had
4: no was, idea about my, yeah. my thing. Oh, prison I architect mean, for example for me prison
3: architect yeah um alan wake is one i've been kicking around about playing and there it was for 2.99 like you can't really pass that up no. if it's right. a game
4: you could. and even <laughs> if it's
3: been cheaper elsewhere like i said it's like a promotion tool for steam and and it just reminds you hey there's this game and it's cheaper than a starbucks cup of coffee i know people hate the cup of coffee argument but i like it right uh why not pick it up right I don't know. Yeah, I I don't feel like it devalues games at all. No. But, but again, this is coming from somebody who knows which games he's going to play well in advance or buy at retail full price well in advance. So maybe I'm not the the best case scenario, but I don't know.
1: How do you feel about the undercurrent of complaints that Steam summer sales make you spend more money than you otherwise would um, on games that you're not going to play?
4: I think. Do you uh, think that has any validity? I just accept that. Okay. Yeah, I'm right. completely fine with paying two dollars for a game. I may never play. Right. I even bought a couple of games. I'm not even sure will run on my computer. <laughs> right. Okay. I mean, well,
3: I mean, and like part of that is it's it's your Steam library is an extension of your personality in some senses, and even even though you may not play these games, like owning them and having them displayed for people to look and see is like it kind of says something about you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's 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 a really sort of uh you're existential, stretching there. existential view of it, but I know people that do that with their movie collections. Uh yeah. they have their movie collections on display and it's a certain type of movie because it says something about them. And I mean, it, it's kind of a talking piece. Yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah, it is I a see talking what you're saying. piece
1: for sure. My whole thought on it was is that uh I'm going to have these games forever. They're yeah. tied to my Steam account. Who knows what's going to happen years from now. I may not have enough money to buy a- new games, and I'll have all these games to fall back but on. But you'll have Bully sitting there. <laughs> well, I didn't buy Bully. No.
4: <laughs> but I'll have it if you you'll want to ha- play it. You'll have
1: Bully. <laughs> you can, uh, by then, you'll be able to uh, loan games to people yeah. through Steam. Um, and you know what? There's not a whole lot. We just looked over the fall release schedule uh, before we started. There's not a whole lot coming out this fall until the the new systems start coming out in in november so you know i'm gonna have a lot of time to play play these games so you know i'll get to a lot of them probably at, uh, during the fall
4: yeah same so.
3: what's the next big one uh gta 5
4: oh when's that come out
1: uh saints row 4 gta september, 5 is in september
4: 13 something like that when saints 17th? row
1: Saints Row is august 20th along with splinter cell mm-hmm. and xcom XCOM. The Declassified. Bureau. The bureau is yeah. also coming those out are the all same coming day. Out August twentieth. Yeah. yeah. Dang. I know. Um, are those, I'm. I'm getting are those Saint... all PC releases. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yep. Sweet. Um, I'm definitely getting Saints Row Four. IV. I've thought about XCOM. I'm not entirely sold on that one yet. Um, if it wasn't coming out the same day as Saints Row Four, I probably would buy it. But that's, that's a lot.
2: I need to save up um, seven hundred dollars.
4: Right.
3: Yeah, those are all, like, Splinter Cell for me was, like, my wild card buy this year. Uh Uh-huh. I thought it looked cool.
4: I'm mulling it over. I'm probably going to pass at least at first, unless it gets great reviews, just because, yeah, I've just got other stuff to play. Like I said, I bought Dark Souls today for $15, Uh and I I I would love to play that and just beat it, but we'll see how that goes. I, there is one other wild card that i i forgot about which is the kingdom hearts uh, hd oh remake yeah. and i think that's only 40 bucks so that's uh, definitely a possibility for me mm-hmm. okay i might just wait till beyond two souls though really
1: there's there's not really not a whole lot coming out this fall i feel like not nearly as much as last fall definitely not i feel like every week there was a new game big game that came out that we stressing had to get stressing over my wallet yeah
3: well, I mean, it's the new consoles is is the reason, right?
1: Yeah, nothing, nothing's coming out really. Uh, really, my, most of my fall release games are Wii U games that I'm going to buy.
4: Um, <laughs> I think how three. How great three, is it that? that good sorry, thought, th-
1: I think three of them are Wii U games. So yeah, actually, or one of them summer. If, if summer anything,
4: I, I may just get a 3ds and buy some 3ds games. Right,
1: right, exactly. What were I was you saying, say, Lord? How
3: great is it that the new Rayman's coming out for PC?
1: Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that is good. I'll get that for Wii U, but...
3: Sweet. Oh, that's right. You have a, you guys have Wii U's.
1: Yeah.
3: Eric, yeah. are we jumping on that, that
4: train? What's that? Wii U? The Wii U train? Yeah, at some point. That's All a right. ways away for me, though. Corey's going to be the next one. Maybe next one. year. Yeah, I w- I'd rather get a 3DS right now, and... You'd probably rather have a computer, I'd too. I'd rather... Not necessarily. No? I'd rather get a 3DS, and then I'd rather get a, a Vita, and then... A Wii U,
1: and then a computer.
4: Yeah, I w- I'd like to get a new computer at some point. Yeah. Next year's, next year's doable, I think.
1: Okay.
4: But, All right. Well, let's uh, get
1: into the games that we played from our, our Steam uh, Steam sales. Um, I'm uh, I guess I'll go first. I played and finished Mirror's Edge. Hey. Thank you, thank you. Uh, not much more to add about it. I really did like it. I'm really looking forward to the second one very very cool game. Uh very intense uh action wise. Uh a lot of, a lot of the missions that I will, you know when I was escaping from especially people that shoot you. Uh very edge of your seat type of action. Very very good game. I I suggest that to that that's one I think everyone everyone would like, so Um, definitely that, but really what I spent the most time playing was Mountain Blade Warband. Uh, As I said, it's a game I never would have even known about if it had not been for the Steam Summer sales. Um,
4: Dan, just so you know, Corey's got some YouTube footage of that up right now.
1: Of Mountain Blade? Yep. Okay. Um, It's a uh, game published by Paradox, which I'm really becoming a fan of Paradox games. They're the ones that did Crusader Kings 2. They do uh, Europa Europa Universalis, uh, games like that. It's it's very hard to explain. It's got a little bit of strategy. It's got it's got action based combat. Uh, you kind of you create your own character at the beginning, where you pick their background. Uh, for my character, I picked that they were imp- an impoverished noble, so I got to pick my uh, coat Sounds of arms. Right? What <laughs> that impoverished I'm, noble? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm, Mirth of Blood is, is noble. There's no noble blood in, in America, right? That's what you think. That's true. Um, so yeah, you 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 kind of pick your your beginnings, and that that'll that'll determine your starting stats because it's got it's got the whole gamut of stats and skills and abilities and whatnot. Um, I picked that was an impoverished noble, so I got to start off with a coat of arms. If you don't do that, I guess you don't start off with a coat of arms. You have to earn a coat of arms, and basically uh, you you I sallied into this village. You you also pick the kingdom that you start in, uh, with the very, the kingdoms being the Nords, which is like the Scandinavian countries. There's uh, Swadia, which is Western Europe. There's the Kingdom of... Th- that, that's what they're based on, anyway. Uh, Kingdom of Vagars, which is like the Russians. It's all set in medieval medieval times. Uh, what were the other ones? There's the... Accu-
0: accurate medieval times? Like...
1: it. Well, it, it's all fictional. Like, the country is fictional, but that's what these kingdoms are based off of. Oh, I got you. Okay. Um, there's the Kurgit Khanate, which is based on the Mongols. There's the... Serenid Sultanate, which is based on like Middle Eastern. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, the Rodok Rodok uh, Kingdom, which is based on uh, medieval Italy, and I feel like there's one other one in there. I don't know, but yeah, you pick. But you pick the kingdom that you start with. You you start off in a in a village, and you're attacked by bandits right away, and you have to the the very first thing of the game is you're fighting off a bandit. It, it's uh. A good way to start, you know, start you off with the combat, and uh, after you kill the bandit, you talk to this like villager, and he set, he sets you up with your first like quest, quote unquote, and you're just in this village. But but like the a lot of the game takes place, and there's like a over map, uh, a world map, almost like in uh, the old RPGs, where that's where you do all your your moving moving around, and then when you actually go into combat, it's uh, third or first person, almost like Skyrim, um, and that's where you you know settle your your fights, I guess you could say. And really, the the whole point of the game is you start as a lowly, whatever, um, and, and you a,
3: low, a lowly impoverished noble.
1: Yeah, well, you can start as a lowly impoverished noble, or you can, you know, the, the, based on your choices, is is how you know you could be a son of a craftsman, or you know, whatever, it, whatever you decide to choose. But your goal is to become the the king of Cal- Calradia, which is the the fictional Continent. fictional. Fiction, yeah fictional continent in the game um yeah that's uh what's what's cory showing on the videos right now
3: well um, we were watching one of this dude who was just riding a horse out in the plains like training these dudes around so he could shoot them with the bow okay killed them all yeah and that went on for a good 10 minutes
1: horse archery um
3: yeah but i just turned on another one this dude's in a tavern talking to these mercenary musketeers
1: okay oh the musketeers um, are not in war band that's either in uh that's probably in because there's a couple different versions of the game like i said napoleonic wars is set during uh you know the early 1800s in europe and it's it's multiplayer only but someone is making a mod for mountain blade warband that's set in the same time but it's single player so i'm actually going to download that when it when it finally comes Uh, out
2: so, this is
3: a action r p g you'd say
1: yeah action r p g um like i said when when you're moving yourself around and going from village village to village it's a, it's an over map almost like uh trying to think of uh, like an example any of strategy a strategy game any strategy <laughs> game really like 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 civilization almost you know yeah. that's how you move your move your your guy around and you know you see enemy units and friendly units on there that's where that's how you go to chase down bandits or go to different villages to trade or, or recruit soldiers um and then when you when you do your actual battles both you know open field battles or when you're sieging you go into the first or third person camera where where, where you resolve your combat Okay. Um, and you, you recruit soldiers by going into smaller towns and recruiting the soldiers. You can recruit soldiers from any kingdoms thing. Like I've been focusing on the Kurgat Khanate villages cause are they're, they're, uh, elite units are all mounted. So I've, I've been trying to create an all, all mounted unit, um, you know, because they're the, the Mongols, the horse archers. So that's, that's kind of what I'm basing my unit on. I have a couple of ground units, but for the most part, I'm, I'm trying to focus on mounted so I can move both move quickly through the landscapes and, uh you know destroy everything really quickly and and you know keep my distance from from the other team and shoot shoot arrows into them um but yeah you uh really how you go about getting to your the end of the game becoming king of Calradia is So that's uh, your ultimate goal? Yeah, that's it's it's whatever you want to do and you can do it by becoming king of whatever faction you decide to start in or you can even start your own kingdom um once you get powerful enough and and overthrow all the other kingdoms
3: so is it kind of sandboxy in that sense? It's
1: very sandboxy. You can you can go about it any way you want. You know, there's there's all sorts of dis- diplomacy. There's all sorts sorts of combat options. Um, really, the the main like I think the only reason what you can take o- or the only way you can take over uh, villages is by you know force. But you can also uh, you know coax your your leader, king, sultan, whatever, into giving you them uh, freely, and that way raising your power. Um, so it's it's a it's a little mix of everything: combat, diplomacy, trade is a big thing. Um, you know, you you have to make money to feed and 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 outfit and upgrade your troops. So there's that too. Um, but yeah, so far I've spent about thirty hours playing it. I'm still like I feel like early in the in the campaign, I I have one village, one poor village to myself. Um, but I've mostly been focusing on preserving my military that I've spent a lot of time and money on. Yeah, I was doing pretty well for a while, but once I started joining the actual wars, because you're not powerful enough to actually join in any wars when you first start out. You spend most of your time hunting bandits that roam around and, and you know, loot villages and, and kill farmers that are carrying their crops to the main city to trade. Jerks. You spend most of your time, you know, doing that. Uh, once I started actually like fighting in the wars, shortly after I got my own little little fief there they're called of a little poor border village that got raided all the time. And I would spend most of my time trying to defend that village um, and just getting, you know, that would get, they'd mop the floor with me. Cause I, I could only have like 40 troops at a time. Um, you know, when I first started out, so I would get just my ass kicked by, by whoever I was fighting. <laughs> um, and when that happens, you don't actually like, you don't actually kill or get killed by other nobles. They capture you and, the only way for you you have to be either ransomed off or you know you can escape after a certain amount of time so you know and but you're basically start with nothing again after that happens so you have to build yourself back up and I you know I spent the entire first few months of the game just uh, trying to defend my village I'm at the point now actually where I can defend it and and also uh, do some attacking and taking down other nobles
3: so Uh, I have two questions for you yes why can't you put it down?
1: You know, I really don't know. I don't know what it is. It's that game that's, like, right up your alley, you know? Mm-hmm. I really like the humble beginning and building yourself slowly towards something. Um, I think the ultimate goal of being king of Calradia is, is intriguing to me, and I want to I get there myself. Um, I like that you get to create your own character, too. I think that's really important. I made a girl character like I always do. Um, and it's funny because when you go and so talk about queen. Oh, I will be a queen. Yes, uh, not a, not a king. Uh, but I really like you know when you go and talk to the other nobles and and they don't know you at first, but when you say your name, like I'm at the point where I've won a lot of like military victories, and it's funny because some of the other nobles that I talk to from different countries are like, oh, I've heard of you, and and when people you know when people say your name, men men quake with fear. I'm like, yeah, that's because I kick everybody's ass. Attaboy, huh. um, I, I just love that about the game. So I,
3: there's I, a progression in there that's very rewarding. Oh,
1: absolutely. Because when you when you start out, you you can't do anything. Like you, I mean, just destroy it immediately. Um and I've gotten to the point where I'm I'm good in combat. I win tournaments and villages, you know, from from fighting other nobles and stuff. Um I win most of my battles. Um I can help out my king in 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 taking castles and taking villages and stuff. It's 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 been a lot of fun. Um I'm kind of getting to the point where I want to start getting more more cities and castles and stuff, um, but I'm not high enough on my king's uh, list. list of priorities. On his uh, radar. So yeah, so I kind of want to start my own <laughs> kingdom, but I'm not there yet because you know then anyone can attack you. So, and that's 30 hours into the game, I'm still like
3: yeah, that was my second question. I'm still
1: middle middle of the ground. That was of the my road second
3: runner. question. How uh, you said 30 some hours and you're still like halfway there.
1: I, I'm not halfway to being King of Calradia. I'm halfway to, to being relevant to be, yeah, to being relevant in, <laughs> in 30 in, hours in, in my kingdom. Yeah.
3: Damn.
1: Yeah. Damn. But I cannot, I can't put it down. I, I, I even think about it when I'm not playing it. I'm like, what am I going to do next? That's
3: the sign, man. Yeah. That's the sign. That's what I look for in video games. Yeah. Now.
0: Yeah.
1: I would definitely suggest giving it a try. Uh, it, it's certainly not for everybody, but I absolutely love it. Um, it does have multiplayer too. I will never get into the multiplayer. I can't see myself ever playing the multiplayer.
4: No, is the learning curve steep? Because I know Eric wondering.
1: <laughs> it's very steep, but
4: I had already ruled it out on the 30 hours of yeah. not really accomplishing too much. I
1: saw it, yeah. I went out, I went on how long to beat, and 36 hours was the not not speed run, but that was that was when a lot of people had beaten it. Um, whereas the main story and extras was, like, 86 hours. <laughs> the completionist was, like, 300-something, I think. Blah. So <laughs> I'm, I will probably be somewhere between the 80 and 300 hours when I'm when I'm finished with the game.
4: I've already got Dark Souls coming in the mail. I don't need anything.
1: Yeah.
3: Is it the type of thing, Dan, once you beat it, there's some replay value there? Like, well, yeah, because... Good for me. I'm done.
1: No, because there... Every every playthrough is going to be somewhat different, you know. I can start under I make a new character. I can you know p- play the character differently as as they level up. You start under a different uh, uh, different kingdom and and play it completely differently. I, I was I started in the Nord Kingdom, um, mm-hmm. so that's where I ended up getting my my fief. Um, yeah, you you can play completely differently, choosing different weapons and skills to start off with. Um, I, I'm I do bow when I'm on the on the horse and then i get off my horse and use my uh short sword and shield to slay everybody so you could do completely different weapon set you know so yeah it can be completely different and then all the mods for it there was like a star wars mod that someone had made for mountain in the mountain blade
4: that's um, awesome
1: engine so yeah
4: that's so awesome
1: yeah there's a lot you can do with it love it so far
4: i mean yeah i'm interested in it i just don't i got so much shit yeah it's
1: uh I don't know i I just love it, and uh one of the cool things is when you're when you're in battle um as, as you kill more and more people your your character gets covered in blood like nice. my my kind of coat of arms is oh, that uh, some progression is <laughs> right exactly it's it's uh white and like turquoise with a uh, halfway with a uh, you know a turquoise lion on top and turquoise lion on bottom as you know i don't know whatever um but yeah but by, by the end of the battle like i've killed so many guys i'm just covered in blood my horse is covered in blood it's
4: and awesome. they have guys that fight with you you said
1: yeah you actually recruit your own there's heroes in the game which are, are npc characters yeah. those characters you can level up to but all the other ones are, are soldiers that you recruit and you you upgrade by by paying money Do you get
4: attached to them at all
1: uh, your companions you do that you can level up absolutely um they don't end up getting killed they only get wounded quote-unquote mm-hmm. when their health bar goes down to nothing but they kind of argue and spar amongst each other so if you get a couple that don't like each other your one, favorite one? one of well i have like four with me right now i think um i don't know who my favorite do you one dislike is
4: dislike any of them
1: no, I had one that I disliked, but he got chased off by another one of my companions. <laughs> but when you start your own kingdom, your companions can actually become your your vassals, ah. and they they lead their own armies um, in your name,
4: nice. which I think
1: is cool. That That's
4: is cool, awesome.
1: awesome.
4: So, no, it sounds cool.
1: Yeah, I didn't do a. I don't feel like I did it justice. There's a lot more to it, but
4: no, you did a good job with
2: that and the gameplay explain. videos going yeah. back and forth.
1: Yeah, I forget Corey's playing gameplay videos of it.
2: Yeah.
4: I just don't have the time for a game like that. Yeah, it's it does, um, it's interesting. To yeah, it, well, actually, when
1: Corey sent me War of the Roses, um, or was it after that he sent me War of the Roses? But I was like, I really want to play a game like that. So I, I, or maybe I, I think I had already bought Mountain Blade. Good um, so thing
3: you didn't play War of the Roses. But then I ended up getting,
1: <laughs> I ended up getting Chivalry Medieval Warfare too, which is along the same lines, but multiplayer only. I have to try War of the Roses, Corey.
3: You can try it,
1: okay? Because it's a it's a little bit like that, but it's not multi. Uh, that War of the Roses is multiplayer only, right?
3: It is. Uh, you can you can do single player, but it's silly,
1: right? Because you're just doing bots and it doesn't have any meaning.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay, but that's Mountain Blade War Warband. Like I said, I bought the Napoleonic Wars not knowing it was single player or uh, multiplayer DLC, but someone is making a patch for the game, which, um. Uh, not a patch, a mod for uh, Warband, which is basically Napoleonic Wars, but in, for single player. So okay. that's nice. con- that's cool. Yeah, I'm looking- God bless the mod community. Exactly. There, there's some pretty awesome mods. Like I said, there's a Star Wars one that, that was pretty that's cool the kind looking. Of
4: stuff that interests me about yeah. like why I'd want to get a new computer. Yeah,
1: and- that's the the main benefit of of PC gaming. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's all I played. I wanted to play Rogue, Le- uh, Rogue Legacy. I didn't. Uh, there's something else I wanted to play. I, I'm, we'll get to Sleeping Dogs eventually, but yeah, that's what I spent 30 Batman, hours. Batman, thir- Dark Souls. Yeah, I, I've got a lot. Yeah, but that's what I spent 30 hours playing this past week. So, congrats, man. Thanks. Yeah, the first night I got it, I played until like two o'clock in the morning, even though I had to work the next day.
0: <laughs>
1: so, I'm glad you enjoy it. Yeah, like I said, five or six bucks. I can't. You can't beat that.
4: It's 20, by the way, for anybody that's wondering. Oh, it's 20 it normally. Normal. Yeah, it's an indie game,
1: so mm-hmm. twenty full price. So that's me. Will did
3: did we roll into right into what we played?
1: The, well, we're talking about what we played for the Steam so, the Steam games that we bought.
2: Oh, uh, okay. And then we're doing a separate what we played. Yeah,
1: for okay. for non Steam games.
2: Okay, because the only thing I did for our Steam you know game played was three minutes of Rogue Legacy, and I tried to get into our online server for Terraria which unsuccessfully. Yeah, it
1: didn't work for me. Either. I don't get
2: it. I enter the IP in the password and it doesn't It's f- enter.
1: firewall settings or network address I'd, translation. I turned
2: my firewall off completely.
1: Try network address translation, change it to open. Okay. Instead of closed or moderate.
2: Maybe when we get home I'll mine try Mine worked. I hate that it worked for Eric.
1: Yeah, mine didn't <laughs> uh didn't work. Oh that. wait, you pl- you played it online here. Yeah. Yeah. Then mine should work. Yeah, yours should work. I don't know why it didn't. Did you type you were in
3: spelling banana hammock? Yeah, right? did you
1: type in the wrong banana hammock? Handle? No, because it would say connecting, and then it yeah,
3: wouldn't,
4: then do, it wouldn't anything. do anything. Just yeah. think of that no doubt song.
3: Uh, yeah, that definitely sounds like a uh, uh, like a settings issue, something on your computer, firewall. Or it has to be my. Or... It has
4: to be my computer.
3: But that's weird that Eric who probably hasn't adjusted any of those settings on his computer had no problem. Oh, hold on yeah. a
4: second, Cory. I've tweaked them so many times. <laughs> optimized them. For yeah, it's gameplay. pretty fucking optimized at this point. I've got some hi- hyper thrush speed going through right now. Uh, you get a speed rig. Maybe yeah.
1: maybe it'll work now that my
2: internet's fixed. Yeah. Maybe. So yeah, when Peter's I get crossed. when I get home, I'll try and join it again
4: if Cory's on Steam. Guys, I got
3: treasure chests full of loot for you guys to wear. I can't wait. I
4: oh, it's going to be so fun.
3: Treasure chests.
4: In Terraria, yeah. Why didn't you give me my loo already? You big I jerk! Didn't have it at the time. He's, oh, all right. does Didn't want to give you anything. That's what. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah,
2: because pretty much whenever I get on Steam, I see Corey and Chris playing this game, so I should. I want to start playing it. A yeah,
4: little bit. we we need to set the time up to do that. Yeah,
2: but the other thing I played was three minutes of Rogue Legacy. <laughs> Um, I died three times in those three minutes, and I said, this game is awesome, but I'm going to go to bed, because it was like one in the morning, and I haven't got back to it yet, because of the other two games that I've been playing, but Rogue Legacy is pretty sweet okay, from what i played. And I know Eric played more of it, and he'll talk about it, so I'll, let, hear it, Eric. I'll let him do it.
4: Um, well, first of all, I don't know how the fuck Corey beat that game as fast as he did. I'm approaching 18 hours played right now. I can um. tell
3: you exactly how.
4: Can you? Yeah. Oh, we'll do it. Controller.
3: Go ahead. Uh, talk about your experience and then I'll...
4: Okay. Well, I, I don't have too much more to talk about. It's just more of the same, really, of me dying and whatnot. Um, I have upgraded most of the classes. Um. I can talk about the, the class that I used to be... I finally be a second boss, which... I get, you know, I likened the feeling to scoring a late goal in FIFA. Okay. <laughs> I, I let out a yelp. Like the dog looked at me crooked, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. What was the second boss that I beat? Oh, Corey, you, it was the big flaming skull. You texted me when yeah. you you beat the eyeball. Yeah, that was the first boss I beat. Then I beat the flaming skull, which you have to travel through the forest to get to.
1: I saw that on a video of yes. Rogue Lacy.
4: Um. So I beat that one. I I think I used the... I think I used the Hokage, Corey. Yeah. It was either the Hokage or the Paladin. The Hokage... I, used,
3: I used the Hokage to kill, I think, all the bosses. Yeah,
4: that's the thing. The Hokage deals a lot of damage. Um, but there's no critical strike chance with it. But you deal so much damage, it doesn't really matter. Right. Uh, they could have done a better job designing that character. But for beating bosses, it's useful. Right. The thing with the Paladin, if if it, it could have been the Paladin. The thing with the Paladin is the Paladin has high hit points and magic points. And it deals pretty good damage, too. Not not as much as the Hokage, but it also gets uh, the critical strike. Right. So uh, I don't remember which one I beat it with, but I was really excited. I had come so close so many times where it was like me or him was going down last hit, and it was fucking me every single <laughs> time, you know? Of course. That's frustrating. Yeah, it was very frustrating. But, um, yeah, I still really love that game. It has beaten me down mentally, I was talking about earlier. It's kind of just draining me right now because... I I don't feel like I'm really close to beating the third boss I'm attacking, and I don't feel like I'm I'm even further away from finding the fourth boss. Corey, did did you find some of the extra areas outside the castle more difficult than others?
3: Well, there are three areas in the castle. There, well, four I guess. Yeah. The, the main the main area, um, the forest is the level two boss. The okay. tower. Is the level three boss okay? And the basement, the underground area, is the level four boss. And that's
4: how I've been playing it. Okay. Um.
3: I mean, yeah, that's that's the progression. So if you're if you you, yeah you're doing you're working on the tower one now. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it. The the thing about it is, if it's too hard, you just have to do money runs over and over again, so you can boost your stats, which kind of isn't as much fun as just going for the bosses. Um. But what I did is I did money runs until I got to a place where I felt like I was close to being able to beat the boss. Uh-huh. And then, you know, if I went and the boss killed me, but I was like, you know what, I, I can do this. I just need a few more tries, is that's when I locked down the castle and yeah. just kept going to the boss over and over and over again until I – sometimes it took like ten tries before yeah. I finally beat him. Um, but that's what I did. And, yeah, like I said, I used the Hokage. I don't know how to pronounce that.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, and a lot of times what was helpful was when I got the big – the big guy the barbarian the oversized one
4: oh see i didn't like the barbarian for that because i kept running into his little minions
3: okay for the for the tower boss
4: uh no both of them you know how the flaming skull he's got the the other m- m- uh mini flaming skulls that fly around with him Oh, okay you know it's just it's easier to bump into them if you're bigger size
3: right yeah that makes sense too um honestly i don't remember what i did yeah, but I just know that like the Hokage was my preferred way of beating yeah. the bosses. I was um, wondering. Like I said, that. It, it does a lot of damage, but it also isn't extremely low on hit points. Yeah. So, it's just a, it's just a matter of of doing the money runs, and I use the uh, the miner a lot, who gives a bon gets a
4: bonus to money. Did you see? I yeah. I just I I don't feel like I live long enough with the miner, to make any progress with that. You know what I right. mean? I don't yeah. live long enough to collect uh, the amount of money that I need to get at this point to upgrade anything.
3: Right. Like I mean, if 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 you're capable in the tower area, just like get the miner, get a bunch of money, get a few thousand, die, put it into, you know, health and armor and damage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've really started
4: uh leveling up my armor pretty heavily lately.
3: Yeah, and in and, and for that the uh um, the, the runes that give you like the, the bonus jump, yeah. um, and the dash and stuff like that are really helpful. Cause it's those that let you allow, uh, or allow you to open the fairy chests. Right. Cause they have weird things like don't look at the chest to mm-hmm. open it and you have to like dash backwards, looking away from the chest to, to open it. It's really kind of strange, but there's always good shit in there.
4: Yeah. I, I have a triple jump now.
3: Oh, nice. Yeah.
4: That uh, actually led me to my last fairy chest that I got. So, but no, it's it's a it's a really fun game. Very hard, time consuming. It'll be frustrating at times, but uh, the thing that I love about it is just the, the different the family tree. Yeah. I really love that about it, and just all the and cool. the silly traits. Yeah, the the traits are really cool. All the different aspects of the characters are awesome, and that's what keeps me going back. And I do like how it builds up your stat tree like throughout. <laughs> That's it's really neat I, I don't want to explain how it does it it's kind of cool just to watch it unlock itself but um, actually Corey's showing a video right now of it un- unlocking nice yeah it's, it's it's a cool game definitely recommend it even for I think it's 15 bucks normally yeah definitely worth it you'll get your money's worth out of it mm. it's funny too it's got a little humor I giggle Which every I like. time my character farts when I jump. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the one, irritable bowel syndrome yeah. is one of the traits. The thing okay. is that the, the farts sound so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that he's farting, it's the sound that the fart makes. Right. right. It, well, it's just I don't perfect.
3: Know if you, Eric, I don't know if you ran into. There's a couple, like, little areas in the castle that talk about the developers' older games that they've oh, made. Oh, God,
4: I've run into a jillion of them.
3: Yeah, and one of them is Don't Shit Your Pants. Yeah. That <laughs> was like the first game. It's a text-based developers. game, right? Yeah. Where he just, yeah. he
4: just sits on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so nice. They so said it good... was oddly successful.
3: Yeah, there's some good body humor for <laughs> folks like us. Yeah.
4: Yeah, definitely give it a whirl. Um, I did play one other one from the Steam so I didn't play too much of it, but last night I booted up... Um, Rayman Origins. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's a platformer. It's kooky. I don't know. There's not really a ton to talk about with it. I didn't get too far in. Um, I I got an attack ability.
3: You played that on PC? Yes. Did it run all right? Yeah. Oh, damn. On Steam? Yeah. Oh, how much was it? Uh, Three bucks, probably. Oh, man. Yeah, I was surprised none
4: of you bought it, actually. I don't think I saw it. Yeah, I didn't see
3: it. I don't think I saw it either. That was
4: a late purchase for me.
3: Can you play? Can you play multiplayer online with it? I'll check. That that'd be sweet.
4: Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really I have too much to say about. It. I didn't get to play too much, but good stuff. I got frustrated with Rogue Legacy and right. switched yeah, over. Yeah, needed a new game. <laughs> <laughs> needed a break. Okay. I think those were the only two that I played. All right. What do you got for us, Corey?
3: Oh boy, uh, we're just talking Steam sale games. Yep uh blah, 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 blah. uh star forge uh-huh is one i got dan did a watch out for yeah and i always read dan's watch, watch out For's because they usually have star in the name and they're usually about space
1: yeah a lot of them are. i think four, three <laughs> of them or four of them have been about something related to space S- something
3: star yeah um but no uh it looked really cool but when i played it i was just like i don't know I, that's another one that's still in alpha yeah um i had no idea what the hell was going on i didn't granted i didn't give it a fair shake but like it dropped me on this planet with all this weird shit and i had this first person view that i hated the graphics weren't that great and i had no idea what to do right um and sometimes i like when i have no idea what to do if the if the gameplay itself is solid yeah and like i feel like i'm in control of what's going on but i literally had no idea what to do um i could have spent a little more time researching it and figuring it out but like to me, it was just like, well, it's an alpha. I'll let it marinate and grow up a little bit before I play it more. Right. Um, but everything I hear is that, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of sloppy right now, but it is a very promising game. Right. Speaking of which, have you guys seen anything for
1: Cube World? Yes. Yeah, I've seen. Stuff. I was gonna buy that like a week ago. Doesn't that I, look awesome? Yeah, I figured I wait until it comes out. Yeah, it's that's only what I'm too. it's only alpha, I think, still.
3: Yep. But that's that's another one. It's a it's a sandbox. It's like Minecraft MMO with a lot more going on. Yeah. Um, looks but great. But anyway, yeah, it looked it looks cool. Um, the other one I played was Prison Architect, which is one I've been hearing a lot about, and I figured I had to pick up. Uh, I played it yesterday for the first time, or uh, Tuesday for the first time. Uh, pr- I'm gonna put up a video of Prison Architect it's it's sweet it's like it's like roller coaster tycoon kind of thing but it's prisons mm-hmm. um i probably i probably put it in like an hour and a half and the first time i played um you do this little tutorial thing to start and the prison is already built for you and you just have to like run some electricity in some um build a cell or something like that I build an electric chair to execute a prisoner Um, But then after that, it just drops you into a blank, not a blank, but, like, a dirt area, a plot of land. And it tells you you have eight prisoners coming in 24 hours. And you're just, like, in panic mode. Oh, shit, oh, shit, what do I do? Um, The tutorial does tell you what are the requirements for a cell. um, But you're, you're, you're essentially just building structures. And once you build the structures, you are putting... Toilets and electricity in them, and then you have to build the, um, uh, is it transformer or uh, water pump station for plumbing, and then you you build the pipes to them, and then your prisoners live in these cells. And that's about as far as I've gotten it's just the setup. Um, but the way you designate structures is just by clicking your little mini bar at the bottom, and it's like, okay, I'm going to designate this as a cell. Uh, for prisoners but then you have to make sure you meet all the qualifications for a cell in order to do that it's it has some dark humor to it but it's also kind of silly um in the tutorial that they start you off with it gives you a little backstory on the prisoner you're building the electric chair for and it's actually kind of sad he like comes home and finds his wife cheating on him so he kills his wife and the person (sighs) she's cheating on him with
4: huh what's the big deal yeah (laughs) i think it's legal in Texas. crime of passion
3: yeah um, but like the rest of them are really silly. It's it's like, BMX dude did a backflip and cop arrested him for being too awesome kind of <laughs> stuff, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. But like, I kind of wanted it to be a really dark game. Yeah, even though it's a video game. Um, I don't really know what else to talk about that because I haven't played it enough to really say. But, but it, you it, like it. it? I did like it. I liked it a lot. It's 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 like I said, it's like uh it's like the roller coaster tycoon of building prisons.
1: That's that's a cool idea. It is a Which cool is, idea.
3: It is neat and you know, they have to have their cafeterias and all these these weird things. And I kept uh the first time I played, I kept restarting it over and over again because I it only started me with 10 grand. And as soon as I like built a foundation for my prison, it told I, I ran out of money. And it wasn't until I realized you could apply for grants. Um, that I was able to continue oh, because cool. once you apply for grants, they give you an advance and then you have to meet certain requirements for the grant by a, in a certain amount of time um, and then they'll, you know, obviously that's how you pay it back
0: uh-huh.
3: so it is really cool, it's a, it's a simulation game, st- strategy whatever you want to call it uh, the video I'm showing right now is just somebody trying to build cells and stuff but there's like a timer on it um, so you can slow down time, speed up time depending on what's going on but uh, yeah, I really like it, and and this is one that's uh, still an alpha. I think it's still an alpha, maybe beta at this point, but uh, showing a lot of promise. Think it's still an and... alpha. Yeah, pe- people are really into it. Um, I, I at this point, I don't think it's worth the twenty bucks I spent on it. But again, I've I've only put like an hour and a half into it, so I can't say for sure. What's the learning
4: We're... curve like so far?
3: Uh, Eric Homo would probably latch onto it, all right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow.
4: Not very no, steep the Learning
3: curve ain't bad. It's, it's very straight. If you've played a game like this before, it's very straightforward. Like, all your structures and stuff is in the bottom row, and you just click, like, objects, and then all your objects are listed. Um, utilities, and then you go into utilities view, and you can lay pipe.
1: Yeah, and so if you've, and... if you've played, like a, like, a SimCity or something like that, you, you, yeah. get the, you get the idea. For sure. And then you For use sure. your imagination.
3: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, there's more to it that I haven't gotten into yet. You have to hire staff, which I mean, I guess you do in Roller Coaster Tycoon, but yeah, there's a lot of lot of uh, interesting gameplay elements that I haven't even scratched the surface on. Okay, um, but that's because I've been playing way too much Terraria. Uh huh. All right. I beat <laughs> I beat three bosses.
1: Really? How many uh, is there? Yeah. Four.
3: There's nine.
1: Oh nine. Um, oh there, wow.
3: there are four, but once you beat the fourth boss the world transforms into uh, hard mode. And what that means is two bands of biomes, they call them. There's like a, a forest biome and a jungle biome and a snow biome. But once you beat the fourth boss, which is a wall of flesh, the world transforms into hard mode. And these two bands, one's called... I can't remember one of them, but one of them's called Corruption. And one of them's called... I can't remember now. But they they go they, they rip through your your current biomes in your world. But what happens is the corruption can spread. And if you don't take care of it, you don't manage the corruption, and there's different ways to do that, it can take overtake your whole world. And the only way to prevent the corruption, and basically what the corruption is, is it's a type of landscape that takes over everything around it. And if you're in the corruption area, these harder enemies can spawn that are a pain in the balls to deal with. The only way, well, not the only way, but what, the easiest way to protect your original civilization, which has all the merchants and stuff that have moved in by doing various things in the game, is to build a city in the sky. Uh, which is possible, and really cool. So right now, I, I have to kill, I've killed one, two, three, three bosses. Um, I'm waiting to kill the fourth one before I'm all set up with my city in the sky so I can protect it from the corruption spreading to it. Because once that happens, you're pretty much boned. Right. Um, But I have some of the best armor in the game. It's called Molten Armor, and you get it by going to the lowest biome, which is all lava and stuff. And there's these bricks that are so hot you can't walk on them because they'll hurt your character. Um, And they're also, like, scattered around in lava. So it's really dangerous. In the meantime, you're getting attacked by enemies. So you have to fend off these enemies, um, mine these hellstones, they're called, without stepping on them. And once you mine them, they just burst into lava. So you can't be, like, under them because you get lava all over you and you'll die. It's, it's really risky and, and crazy, but the, the reward is really good because you get this what's called Molten Armor, and that has the highest defense in the game. So I'm working on building my suit of Molten Armor right now. And like I said, uh, relocating my city to a city in the sky. Um, I've gotten to the point where I have merchants now that will sell me wire and pressure plates so I can set up traps and do lighting and all this stuff in my city. I don't really bother with all that stuff. I don't really care about it. Um,
1: Are you... Are you primarily doing the multiplayer game with Chris?
3: No. Uh, since, I think, I haven't done that since last week. Okay. Um, but the thing is, is you can turn a game you're playing, you can turn into an online game at any point or a single-player game at any point.
0: Okay. So That's I'm cool. still
3: playing that character that I played online with Chris because that was further than my single-player game, but I'm right. just playing it in a, um, on single-player. I'm not turning the server on online but at any point anybody can if i want i can put it online anybody can jump in i can give them all my equipment they'll be right where i'm at we can go hunt hunt uh the bad guys together Uh my best weapon right now is called the flamerang it's a boomerang that was uh i found in the in the lava areas and it does a bunch of damage um it's really cool nice but i've got some some wep some cooler weapons now i finally have guns which is is huge, considering where I was at the beginning was. It, I mean, I just had a crappy wooden sword.
0: <laughs>
1: That's so, what I had. Still, yeah,
3: I've have come a long way, and it, like Dan, like you were saying in Mountain Warblade, like yeah, I've probably put thirty hours into the game, but it's such a rewarding feeling to have all these cool new toys, yeah, um, and new stuff going on that it yep. makes it it makes it so worth it.
1: You're you're proud of your stuff.
3: I sure am, and it's funny because. I probably spent much longer than I needed to getting myself to a point where I could kill the bosses, Uh but it was just by mistake. Like originally when I first started playing, I stumbled on these bosses and they immediately slaughtered me, not even close. Um, so I spent all this time building up this equipment and then one time I stumbled on a boss and he was only doing like one damage to me when I had 300 health. And I realized I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm a little more decked out than I thought I was. Um, so I just went through and killed the three bosses fairly easily, but, uh, yeah, so once you kill this fourth boss, it bo- puts you into hard mode, and then you have to kill the three bosses all over again.
0: Okay.
3: Or four bosses all over again, or whatever. However it works out, I don't know. Um, and they're a harder version of them, their original selves. But uh, oh my god, I love I love Terraria. Nice. I can't put it down.
1: So you'll be you'll be uh, gung ho about playing Starbound when that first when that finally comes out yeah
3: i saw some of the new screenshots that came out this last week it looks like terraria in space yep and that's what everybody's been saying which is great uh seriously i'm not even kidding i think terraria is definitely in my top five if not like top three
1: really wow that's that's awesome that's how how much i like it okay
3: um and there's just so many great little stories (laughs) that happened along the way that i could I could go into, but uh, I, won't, I won't bore you guys. But my favorite is when I got the anti-gravity potion, uh-huh. and I was like, screw this. I'm just going to go flying around in the sky because, you know, I, I would adjust gravity back and forth so I'd just, like, stay in the same area in the sky, and I floated across, and I found an island with all these harpies on it and a bunch of gold, which at the time, gold was really, you know, at, at this point, my, I don't really need gold. Gold is a lesser mineral than the, the hell, um, hell... What did I say? It was called Hellstones. I've oh, been mining, but at the time it was like, oh my god, all this gold! I need gold armor, and I had to kill these harpies, and there was this treasure chest in it that required a key, and I hadn't seen that before. And I'm like, where the fuck do I get a key? I don't know. Um, I ended up finding out where to get keys, but uh, it's really great. And and the other night after we podcasted last week, Chris and I played for a little bit, and we just I don't know I I had been drinking, so I was a little bit drunk, and I was <laughs> just like, let's just build a tower like as high as it goes. And yeah, you get up high enough where the gravity lessens and you can jump really high and stuff really? eventually you reach the top, but it's really cool um, that's why they're they're actually working on an update uh version 1.2 for terraria, and people are speculating that there's going to be a space biome
1: Oh, that's kind of cool,
3: which would be really neat um, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's awesome. I really want you guys to play with me. I don't, know, I, I don't know how it would be most fun for all of us to play. I still want to do... I saw some people talking about it in the Terraria subreddit. They want to set up, like, Capture the Flag servers four-on-four. Four, yeah. Uh, with certain rules and stuff, which I think would be so much fun. But Agreed. Yeah. I played a ton of Terraria. Okay. Again. And I just sneak it wherever I can at work. <laughs> uh, after the girlfriend goes to bed... Uh, when the girlfriend's mad at me Uh just any (laughs) time
2: okay nice
1: alright well we're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back with what we played this week uh, right after this Welcome back everybody to episode one oh five of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We just finished talking about our Steam summer sale purchases and, and, and did a little recap on the games we played. Uh we are now in what we played this week's segment. Uh you know, as we as we started last week we switched around the segments a little bit, so uh Will, I know you have a couple things to talk about for what we played.
2: Oh yeah, the first thing that I played was The Last of Us and I played and beat it. Alright. Yeah. Hey, I, I already I knew that.
4: I'm so proud of you, Will.
2: Yeah, I texted Eric when the big events happened yeah. in the game. Um, I mean, we're planning on doing a round or a hangover for this, right? As soon as we yeah, can? yeah, yep. absolutely. So, I mean, I won't talk a lot about it because it'll spoil it. But what a game! Great game. So much fun. That game, as everything Eric said about being on the edge of his seat a lot of the time and it just being constant intensity. Even when you're in a safe zone, you still are on the edge of your seat. It just mm-hmm. it, 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 it's such a good game. So here's my question. Yeah, the Uncharted games
3: were not for me at all. Yeah, at all. Will I still like The Last of Us?
4: Um, I yeah. You should. I'd be I, shocked if you didn't like yeah. The Last of Us. But okay. I I mean, like I said, I went back and played Uncharted. Granted, it was the first Uncharted Uncharted one after I beat The Last of Us, and I was like. I don't yeah, it—they're yeah. it, different games completely. The feeling yeah. is completely different. Yeah, I mean the story That's it, not even a comparison.
3: Well, I mean, um, like even even story and all that stuff aside, just like gameplay, like that's not the game for me. Is are the Uncharted games? Am I am I still gonna yeah like this game? You think? Yeah.
2: Okay.
4: I yeah, I don't see any reason you would. Yeah, well,
2: you don't even need to fight if you don't want to, really.
4: No, you don't. What was the reason you didn't like the gameplay in Uncharted?
2: It's just not my kind of game.
3: I, I I need... I don't want to say RPG elements, because that's not what I need, but I need some sort of input on how the game turns out. Granted, there, there's been exceptions to like,
4: that. Like your decisions matter?
3: Not... yeah, yeah.
4: Well, there's not really a lot of decision-making, other than how you play... And what you choose to upgrade. Okay. I mean, you can play stealth. You can play Combat. guns, guns a You Well, you can't really play guns of blazing too much, but, I mean, if you want to shoot more than other people, you could do that. But, I mean, yeah, the stuff you upgrade and things like that, you have a choice with. But you're not going to, it's not like Mass Effect where, or I should say The Witcher 2, where decisions you make early in the game are going to affect things. The story is the story.
3: Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't even need, I don't necessarily need uh, me to influence the story, but just like, I need it to feel like there's more than one way to accomplish something.
4: Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think that's there. Don't you, Will? Yeah. Yeah. To an extent, I mean, it's not an open world game. It's right. not super linear, but it's definitely not an open world game where you can go around and do, you know, do, th- do things different ways, but you can, like I said, you can choose to sneak more than other people, but, um, God, I, you should play it regardless. Yeah, I agree I'd be that. shocked if you didn't. Like, I don't know how somebody couldn't like that game. It's got something for everybody, really. And that ending, yeah, like, it does make ending. you think,
2: as you said, does it? Like, it? Makes was,
4: you think about what you would do. Yeah, it's like, like that is situation? that
2: was that the right thing to do? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was a great game. Did you find yourself getting lost a lot of the time, Eric? Like when you're going from, like, when you got into the buildings and stuff like that, would you get lost and no. like turned around? I did a lot.
4: No, there was one, one part I couldn't find where to go, and I actually had to look it up and felt really stupid afterwards. Yeah. It was um in the school courtyard. The uh, university, yeah, towards yeah. the end. Yeah. um, <laughs> I know exactly. You know you what I'm you. talking about? <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't know I, where to go. I fucking walked all over the place. And then you go
2: through the, the bus, right?
4: No. Oh, um, this is the... You de- move some debris in the wall to get into the building. You're at the fence where you have to connect the wires. Uh,
2: okay, the part that I got stuck was you had to walk through a bus. And mm-hmm. I walked around in the courtyard for probably 25 minutes. Yeah. And I couldn't get it. But, yeah, uh, great game.
4: Yeah, MNL says the gameplay is similar. I mean, it is similar. You You can tell that Naughty Dog made it, but, I mean, it's just got a completely different feeling to it. It's yeah. just... Yeah. You shouldn't base... I would hate for you to go in already doubting it just because of Uncharted. Yeah. You know?
3: Oh, I, I, I'm not. Yeah. Um, I think the critical acclaim is enough for me to get me to play it regardless of anything. Yeah.
4: Will, so d- Will, I already asked you this, but you think it lived up to the hype. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. I what about saying-
3: you, Will? Uh, Game of the Year?
2: That's going to be tough. I have a lot of games I've really, really liked this year.
4: It's saying a lot for that game to live up to the hype, though. Yeah. Because it was so hyped up. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, that's gonna be in contention. Because how could it not? Like, honestly. It was such a good game, but, um... It was around 10 uh, 10 to 12 hours of gameplay. So it was a good amount. I beat it in three sittings, I think. Overall. Oh. So, I mean, yeah. I could have done it in two, but I didn't want to Forced myself to sit through and play through it. Yeah. Um. I had something else I was going to bring up about but I don't remember.
4: Did you play in a multiplayer? Did not. Let's see, that's a whole other thing.
2: I played at a friend's house from 1 until, like, 9. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it was one of those things where I was like, I was going to leave at 5. And I was like, well, I'm at, like, 70%. I'll go until, like, 75. And I got to 75 and I'm like, well, I can't quit now. Yeah. And I'd get up to 80 and just kept going until I beat it.
4: For me, I don't. I almost don't even think it's fair for me to put this in my awards, because th- nothing's going to beat it yeah. for me. I don't think there's any other game that's going to be coming out this year that I can say is going to have the same effects on me that, that Last of Us did. Right. Mm-hmm. Except for Cod Blops 3. Except for... Well, <laughs> I mean... It's Ghost, Corey. It's a game changer. Good. Yeah, it's Ghost, idiot. It's <laughs> just Call of Duty Ghosts. It's got the dog. Duh. Oh, that's Right. Cod Cod Dog.
3: Connect. Connect.
4: Corey, are you getting Grand Theft Auto?
3: Game time decision.
4: Alright. Same.
3: If everyone tells me I should
2: get Grand Theft Auto, I'll probably get Grand Theft Auto. Are you getting it, Will? No. No. I'm saving as much money as I can right now. I'm not getting it either.
4: It's a wild card for me right now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. How about the snow snow stuff when you were, you know, doing the Mm -hmm. the deer and then at the end, like. I just want to talk about it. I hate that you guys haven't beaten it.
4: We'll get there. When we do our um, hangover for it, I'll have to watch some refresher videos. Yeah, I probably will too. Some fresh on it.
2: But uh, yeah, great game. I have really enjoyed it. But the other thing I played was uh, a lot more of Dynasty Warriors 8. I have probably logged like 40 hours of gameplay of that game already. A good work week. Oh man, it's insane how much I've played it. Yeah, like I said, after my characters all got deleted, I wasn't even that mad. It was just one of those things. Like, well, I guess I get to play a lot more Dynasty Warriors. So, um, like I said, I started up with the the storyline because that was the one of the ones I haven't done, and I played through and beat that. And the cool thing about the story with the uh, different factions is there's the historical you know route that you could take, but if yeah. you do certain objectives and like the uh, missions, it opens up the hypothetical. And the hypothetical is, like, how that faction wants it all to be. So for, like, Wei, they wanted to completely rule the, um, the entire continent that uh, the game takes place on. So the hypothetical is them taking over the entire continent. And I did that with Shu, and what Shu wanted to do was to get rid of Wei. Because they were, like, mortal enemies. Because they differed on political mumbo-jumbo. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm still really enjoying that game. Uh, and I played a little bit online with uh, Ryan, and that was a lot of fun to have a. He
4: said he apologized for his freak out. His freak out? I think that's what he said. Did he freak out? I don't think he did. I don't know. But he said he looks forward to playing more with you.
2: Oh, we will. As soon as that uh, <laughs> that patch goes out, which I hope is as soon as possible. The lag issue has been unbelievable. and There's two missions in particular that I was like, I cannot even play it. That's how unbearable it was. But I saw a tip online where you had to reduce your xbox hdmi to 720p instead of 1080p Uh, and that helps a little bit it makes it so the lag is bearable okay but it's still there and it sucks that's that that's one of the things holding that game back from the 360 because i think it's it's a very very good game it's the best dynasty warriors in the series and i want to be able to play it without the lag right like i'm jealous of the ps3 people not having that issue yeah but as soon as that goes out i mean it's gonna be awesome and I'm sure. hoping it's like not a very long fix. I hope it's an easy fix and it's not one of those things like, Oh, we can't fix it, sorry. Yeah. So um but I started the the gen storyline, so I'll beat that and then I've got three more to do and then on then I've got ambition mode, which I still haven't tried. Okay. But yeah, really, really enjoying that game. Nice. Alright. Yep, that's I think that's all I played. Okay. What what about you, Eric? What do
1: you?
4: The, I I the only other thing I played was FIFA. I actually I got back into that a little bit and played a few matches. Um, my first match I got smoked because I hadn't played in a while. The mm-hmm. guy sent me a message saying, "Cause my my name is in my bio," and he goes, "Hi, Eric. Is that how you expected the game to turn out?" Oh, fuck you, man. Yeah, I go, that's why,
1: that's that sort of stuff is really why I don't play multiplayer. Yeah, games.
4: all I said back was, "Nope, it's been a few months."
5: Good for you. Fuck you,
4: yeah. Um, but anyway, I started a tournament, which I had actually never won before, and I finally won one, a Gold Cup tournament. Nice. I won right before I came over, so that was good. Well done. Uh, but that's it. I don't want to talk more about FIFA. Okay. I do. <laughs> I see you got a FIFA YouTube up there, Corey. Had enough FIFA already. Have,
3: have any of you guys ever felt the need after you beat somebody in a multiplayer game to send them a message reminding them that you beat them?
4: Uh yeah. yeah. Only a couple times um when I didn't like the way the guy played in FIFA when he was playing like a douche. Yeah. Um and if I scored late, I might just send him a message. My my usual go-to is oops. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh yeah. No, Something I, like that.
1: I never uh never felt the need to r- rub it in. Um really, I mean the only game I played extensively multiplayer was Guild Wars and um, even if someone was being a complete jerk before or after a fight, I never, Let's I say never, it. I never rubbed it in ever. I never yeah. saw the need. So
3: I, yeah, I I kind of agree with Eric though. Like I think the only time I've ever done it is playing NHL, and somebody like will have a lead and they'll go and just play keep away with the puck yeah. behind the net, and it's just like come on. But then you know a couple times I've been able to steal the puck and score a goal. Yeah. Uh, to win the game or something. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, in those situations, you kind of need to send a message. It's like, the way you're playing, uh, you're a douchebag, and I just beat you, so, you know, think think about your, your lot in
1: life. Yeah, I mean, that sort of stuff is really one of the reasons why I stay away from multiplayer. Like, for the most part, I play video games to get away from other people and to be in my own world, you know, to escape. Yeah. And when you play multiplayer games, you're reminded constantly of, how much how much people, people suck. suck yeah yep and uh that i mean that's that's
4: not really why i play video games so not what you wanted right so okay i hear you corey i'm enjoying your video choice
3: i typed in fifa 13 stupid and this is what came up <laughs>
4: um you should put up some of the uh the uh goals of the week it's pretty cool stuff you don't have to I mean, you don't have to, but I mean, we do I'm talk gonna. about FIFA.
1: All right, Corey, what did you play this week? Other what than did I play, Steam? Dan? Other than steamy games.
3: Uh, I got my Hotline Miami working. Oh, okay. Thankfully. Uh, I look, You know, there's always an answer to everything online. Yeah. Um, this video isn't loading for FIFA. Ah, uh, there it is. Um, yeah, so I, I, I figured out I had to download .NET Framework 3.0 or some weird shit. Um, to fix my Hotline Miami game, uh, and it worked, and I was able to play on my laptop, and I beat it.
1: Hey, hey!
3: Finally, uh, it's been a while. Of course uh, it was nice because my girlfriend likes playing Fable, uh, Fable Three on the Xbox, and um, you know, in order to spend time together, I go out there and sit there with her. Uh, but I was able to play Hotline Miami on my laptop because it's a low resource game, uh, and so I beat it. It's interesting because after you beat it with the main character, it does this little prequel thing with a new character called Biker. And Biker's pretty badass. He's got two, like, butcher knives that he uses to kill dudes. Um, it's it's a really cool game, and they're coming out with the second one, which is really exciting because I feel like they have a lot more to say. Uh-huh. Even though it's this, like, retro, kind of uh, masochistic game, I, I feel like the message there is it's pretty on point in a lot of ways. It's all about, like, violence in uh, media and culture and stuff. Uh-huh. So it's, it's pretty it's pretty neat. Um, so yeah, I played and beat that. And the other game I played a lot of is my game I've been playing on the subway is Infinity Blade 2, which I played
1: and beat. Wow.
3: Yes. Of course. Yes. Thank you. I, I probably put a good 10 hours in that. Uh, like I said last week, it is more Infinity Blade, but... I really loved Infinity Blade, so I'm okay with that. There's a little bit more going on. Uh, I found like treasure maps and stuff, which they didn't have in the first one. And it was all like your character says, or you know, you read the treasure map and it says there must be something in this tree in this one area. If you, if you don't know how Infinity Blade works, is it's, it's kind of rogue like, kind of like Rogue Legacy, but you're playing the same castle over and over again, and you can take different routes to the castle, but. I found these treasure maps that tell told me like oh in this tree there's a like there's a secret so you point and click and if you even if it if it doesn't say you can go somewhere if you press in the right spot, you will open up uh area or a treasure chest or something um that'll give you a little something extra so I mean there's a lot of that um the weaponry is really cool I got I was into heavy weapons as opposed to there's light weapons is one option heavy weapons is another, and dual wielding is another. I pretty much stuck with heavy the whole time through, just because I kind of—I don't know if this is the most effective way to do it—but I just built my character on using heavy weapons, um, and I—I I just would—I would just save up my money to the point where I had enough to buy like one of the best heavy weapons. And once I had that, I pretty much schooled everybody, um, even though I didn't have the health or anything to back it up. As long as I didn't get hit, I was able to kill most of the enemies Uh but it's really cool again i still feel like if you are a hardcore gamer and you have a mobile phone i I don't know if it's out on android i'll check uh definitely play the infinity blade games i
4: played infinity blade too actually Corey. did you like it i i didn't play too much of it but yeah i did like what i played
3: yeah it's it's i mean it it takes advantage of the platform that it's on it's all touchscreen um you you swipe your finger in the direction you want to attack. When the enemy attacks you, you can swipe in the same direction they're attacking to parry. Uh, you can press on either side of the screen to dodge. You can press in the middle of the screen to block, and it's all based on what your enemy is doing. If they're attacking right down the middle, you know you can block. If they're attacking down one side, you can dodge. Um, you can parry any direction they're attacking, unless it's like a kick or a shield bash or something. But uh, there's also magic spells. Um, I really like. It. There's gems in this one. I don't. I don't know. The first one didn't have gems you can mod all your equipment with gems it's really cool um i don't know if it's still free because it was free uh with the the five year is it five year anniversary of the itunes store or fift- how many years i don't know
1: five but it was f- yeah five seems right
3: it was free for a while and that's when i picked it up but uh it's awesome
1: okay recommended what, do you, what are you playing next on mobile
3: uh, I actually downloaded... Oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about this. I uh, Actually, a couple more games I have to talk about. Um, Tiny Thief uh-huh. is the new Rovio game. Oh, I played that, too. Not a fan.
4: Um, yeah, why didn't you like it? I,
3: I, it's like... It's a puzzle game, and it's a point-and-click puzzle game. But there's no rhyme or reason to what happens in that puzzle. It's like there's a mouse and there's a balloon and there's a raccoon, and there's a pig and there's a guard and a barrel. And like you kind of you have to get everything in the level, but there's no li- really rhyme or reason to how it works. And it's just a matter of walking up to everything and figuring out trial and error what's going to happen every time you do it, so you never feel like you're smart. It's just like, well, you know, I'll just try all this stuff to see what happens. And then I'll put it together and do this one thing to to get through the level and get all the items. It's just silly to me. I don't know. I didn't like it at all. Did you like yeah. it, Eric?
4: No, I, I, I didn't hate it, but I mean, yeah, it's pretty pretty weak for a puzzle game.
3: And it had such good reviews. I, was, I, I don't get it at all. Yeah, so I got a it was, 9.5. It's $3. Yeah, it's wow.
4: not. <laughs> don't spend $3 on that.
3: No. I wouldn't even recommend it for a dollar, to be honest.
2: I'm going to try it right now.
3: um i think other than that oh uh war of the roses kingmaker oh yeah i also played i i gifted this to dan and will uh i knew eric's laptop probably wouldn't be able to run it sorry eric but uh turns out you made out because i don't (laughs) like it at all either uh it looked really cool and it got decent reviews and I was into I wanted to do like a medieval thing. First of all, when I bought it, I didn't know it was pretty much multiplayer only. Yeah. But it's very true to Middle Ages. Uh you play the House of Lancaster or the House of What's the other one? I
1: don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. Didn't start uh, with a B.
3: You, you pretty much pick one and it's like it's like Battlefield but for the Middle Ages. Uh, there's n- it's not, like, fantasy at all. There's no magic or anything like that. So you're just uh, running around and attacking people. And I don't really like the way uh, the, the attacking mechanic works because your your view is also the direction of your attack, and it takes a little bit of getting used to because if you want to attack up or down, you end up, like, looking down at the ground and then attacking. Um, it's, it's really kind of awkward, and it feels really clunky to me. And, and for a game that's based around combat for that to be clunky doesn't really make much sense to me
1: okay granted
3: i i only played a couple matches offline they call it like war ground training or something and then i played a couple matches online um and just like arbitrarily i killed an enemy archer um my very first time playing i I didn't know what the hell was going on, and all these people were attacking each other outside of a gate. And I was like, I don't, I don't know how, to, I don't even know how to attack. So I'm just going to run up these stairs on the battlements and see what happens. So I go up on the battlements, and there's this archer there, uh, enemy archer, shooting down on all the enemies. This is multiplayer, mind you. And I was just like, all right. And I figured out how to attack, and I attacked him, and he started running, and I just chased him, <laughs> this fortress or whatever, having no idea what was going on, and I ended up killing him. And it felt great, you know, because whenever. Whenever you kill somebody in one of these games, it doesn't matter whether you knew wh- how you were doing it or not. Right. It's always a good feeling.
1: Did, um, he, did he send you a message? What the hell?
3: No, no, he didn't send me a message. <laughs> hey, bro. Um, I think it was just one of doing? those weird, like, match-up things. Like, he was an archer. I was a foot soldier. Yeah. When yeah I'm right next to him, of course, I'm going to kill him. Right. Uh, and that was that. And then I, like, jumped down off the battlements, and somebody came through on a horse with a lance, and lanced me and killed me. Um. And all this stuff popped up, like, heal yourself, or do this, this, and this. And I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. So that's when I stopped and started playing offline. But uh, it's like a slow tutorial kind of thing, and it's, I don't know. I don't don't get it. I don't get what the appeal is, but uh, I'll have to give it a little more time.
1: I'd probably be Um, more interested if it had a single-player campaign. It's the same thing with Chivalry, which I ended up buying, too. It's the same type of game. Um, Multiplayer only, mostly, you can do your offline bot against bots and stuff yeah but.
3: maybe i should have went with show i don't know because that seems to be the one that people are latching on a little bit more yeah definitely because i was online looking at like the server numbers and most of them were empty yeah 90 percent of them were empty there were a few like maybe a handful that were almost full and the rest of them had like two people on them okay so I don't I don't know I don't really know what I was thinking when I bought that and bought it for you guys but maybe maybe uh, you guys can play it and find out a little bit more than I could
1: okay well if you want to play a single player kind of what that is that's Mountain Blade Warband
3: yeah that sounds rad
1: yeah so okay anything else that's it for me Dan okay I think I covered everybody right I didn't forget anyone alright no Uh, Let's get right into feedback. We'll do feedback in our uh, roundtable. We'll just get right into that. Uh, We have a voicemail first, so I will play that before we get into other feedback. So here we go. Whoops, that's not the right one. There we go.
5: Hey, guys, this is Tito from L.A. Um, Hopefully I can get this message in for today's episode, Thursday, July 25th, I believe it is. Um, I've been playing Nino Cooney. Kuni, I've heard it's a great game, and uh, I bought it a few days ago and I've been trying to play it as much as possible, I'm working right now and I'm on set currently right now as well, but it's a fantastic game, I definitely recommend it uh, for Corey, who seems to have (laughs) a affinity for uh, anime, and uh, Studio Ghibli is one of the, uh, contributed to the, the game and it's... It's incredible. Um, the story presentation, and the, the graphics, and everything is just so unique, and it, it feels like you're playing an anime game. So, I wish I could talk more about it right now, but I wanted to get this call in, and I definitely recommend it, especially for Corey. I think he'd have a blast with the game. All right, and uh, hopefully, you guys have a great weekend. Bye.
1: All right, Corey Nino Cooney, we know we, we we know your thoughts. Go it's, ahead.
3: It's it's funny. Um, he's so right. Like, on paper, I should love yeah. this game. Yeah. Um, but I I just don't. And I said at the time, I, I want to play the... Or I want to watch the Nino Kuni movie. I don't want to play the game. Right. Um, and I, it's just... It's one of those things. It just started too slow for me. And it was just this slow build-up to a game that, again, like, on paper, I should love. Because it's all the things I love. I love Studio Ghibli. I love the anime i love the art style like you said you know the the, the art style of the game and everything is fantastic but as a game i just i don't want to play i don't like the the hand holding which happened for the first 10 hours of the game maybe i don't really know and i just i get i get like bored and disinterested with cutscenes and stuff in video games um those are for movies i don't know
4: Maybe you won't like The Last of Us, Corey.
1: Do you you think it might have had something to do with the fact that that was one of your four in February games and you felt compelled to play through a lot more... At once well, I had you wanted already to.
3: played it before I made it a 4 in February game. No, I
1: know. You wanted to finish it off in, in, as and, one of and your 4 And part of that February was games.
3: forcing me to play it. I'm like, I'll make this a 4 in February game then I'll get through it. But I, I didn't. Right. Just, I couldn't. So you don't think don't that know. had any effect? Maybe, maybe. I, again, like, Tito's right. That is a game for me, but my experience with it was not very good. Okay. Um, and, and I do love all the Studio Ghibli stuff uh, Hayao Miyazaki is probably one of my favorite directors. If not my favorite director, um, or anime, you know, uh, animation artist. Uh He's not really an artist, a director, I should say, but, uh, yeah, it's, it sucks because I, I should really like it, but I don't.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, so thanks for that, Tito, uh, moving on Twitter feedback. Uh, thumbstick athlete tweeted Microsoft to allow indies to self-publish on Xbox One, uh, changing yet another unpopular policy for the better. Holy goalie on Twitter said, "Next thing you know, Xbox One will be as good as PS4. It's it's turning itself into being like the same thing yeah. as PS4, really. You know, it, it, it's almost as if they hadn't done all that stuff to injure their image off the bat. Off the bat, they'd be in a lot better position.
3: Is that a bad thing, though? I mean. I know Eric is staunch against Microsoft. I don't think it's a
1: bad thing. I think they're kind of seeing the writing on the wall. They have a more expensive console. Um, their policies, their their use game policy and internet policy, and that were all unpopular. And you're paying more for a console that's got a lot of unpopular gamer things. You know, uh, I don't see that as a bad thing. You know.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. Um granted you know the initial comparison of the two led me to pre-order a ps4
0: Yeah. Same um, here.
3: maybe you know with all these changes i kind of feel like maybe down the line i'll pick up an xbox one yeah depending on if the games um warrant it but like i don't know i just feel like it's a win yeah. for for us yeah, because that, that's
1: that's why, you know, we were petitioning against Xbox, because of their bad, bad choices, and, uh, you know, I mean, it's too late for them, at least initially, from all of us, but, you know. I'm just getting more pissed off. Right. I don't know why. Do you think you would have been less pissed off if they hadn't backpedaled at all? If yeah, I, I don't their, like that they're backpedaling. If they had stuck to their guns. Because
4: it's like, well, why the fuck did you even do any of this in the first place? Right.
1: Was it was it a money-making thing? Yeah,
4: obviously. Right. And why else would they have done it? Right. Yeah, it's just bullshit that they would even try to pull that in the first place, and now it's like, well, people... Didn't like it. ...aren't going to buy our system all of a sudden, mm. so...
2: I kind of want to see how it worked out, though, with they kept all the stuff. Yeah. I was interested to see how it worked out, but that's not going to happen.
4: Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I don't like the whole thing. It's smelly. Yeah, it smells like a rat. Stinky. You know. Yep. It smells like non Matric.
1: I'm. I'm still firmly in the camp, and I will always be that. If it requires a connect to be plugged in, I will not have yep. an Xbox One. So same. And that's something they don't seem to be open to the idea of. So well, the government will let them. Well. Exactly, the government wants them to have the the camera on it. The government will not allow that, so they can watch me playing Rise in my underpants, <laughs> doing all your button combos. <laughs> right, button mashing. Uh, any other thoughts on that, Corey?
3: Uh, Nino Kuni.
1: No <laughs> Xbox One. <laughs> no, I
3: have no, Xbox. I have no more thoughts. <laughs> okay. But uh, you know, I'm 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 of the mind that these steps that are being taken even though they're retroactive are the right move for them yeah and it it even though they tried to pull what they tried to pull um it that was rock bottom and they're just going up from there in my opinion
1: yeah
4: Eh, i'm just not i'm still not okay with it
1: okay Next on the list, uh, Thumbstick Athletes tweeted, New Super Smash Bros. game will not have a single-player story. Uh, Multi-Direct One said, probably won't get it now. Will, this is mo- more most firmly your camp and, and, and you, Corey. Uh, how do you feel about not having a single-player story in, in um, Smash
2: Brothers? I don't know. I'm indifferent to it. Re- it's nice to have that because that was another way to unlock the characters, but uh, I don't know. I don't really
4: care. That's what Todd said when I spoke to Todd about this today. He said it was a cool way to unlock characters, but other than that, he doesn't care at all about that. No.
2: I know, whatever his name, Sakurai or whatever, took a lot of time making the Subspace Emissary, and, like, it was cool and it was fun, but I never wanted to play through it again. Mm -hmm. It got taxing towards the end. I just wanted to be done. So, I mean, I know some people really liked it, I know some people didn't like it, but, I don't know, indifferent, don't really care.
1: Okay. Corey.
3: Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, I never. I don't even remember that. That part of the the game. I don't remember that gameplay mode. Well, to it's be a with you.
1: yeah. I mean, it's a fighting game single player story. Like most of them, you could do without it. Yep. if You play it for the fighting, really. So. So so it's almost like they throw that in to keep some people interested, maybe a little longer than than normal. normal. So. Yeah. All right. Uh Jay Rats on Twitter t- tweeted us uh recently started playing League of Legends and a friend said Dota 2 is a hardcore version for the competitive player. Is that a fair assessment?
3: Them's fighting words is what those
1: are. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a hot topic, I think. Uh Corey, I you've played some League of Legends. Did you play Dota 2 at all?
2: I played a little yeah, Dota. Yeah, I played a little uh, played a little
3: LoL and a little Dota.
1: Okay. Thoughts? <laughs> Uh,
3: (laughs) yeah he's right but i i would never say that out loud on a podcast
1: okay so so you don't have a preference then
3: no um i'm scared of dota okay i'm not saying which one's better because i don't really care for either of them but uh league of legends is like the mass appeal kind of game right in in dota you know at least anecdotally is the a little bit more extreme, a little bit more hardcore, a little bit more like gamers game. Yeah. I noticed that um, the few times I played it. Yeah, granted they are both massively popular. Uh-huh. But uh relative to one another, League of Legends is more popular and in my opinion, and it seems like the gaming community's opinion, Dota two is the more hardcore.
4: Okay. What what the hell is Dota Two?
1: It's it's likely League of Legends. It's a, I don't even it's, know what It's that a MOBA is. game. It's like a it's a like a strategy game where you play as a, a hero. Yeah. And okay. you And you use that to cast abilities and whatever, and and do damage.
2: I've only dabbled in it, so it's teamwork
4: though, right? Yeah. yeah
1: it's a, it's 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 an online game. It's one of the esports, bit one of the biggest esports games is I League actually Legends. know somebody that plays
4: Dota too. Oh, do you? Like he says he does it professionally. I'm not sure.
1: Right.
3: What does that okay. even mean?
4: I don't know. He goes
3: um, to tournaments at the...
4: Ground round? Uh, ground <laughs> round.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't played either one of them, uh, but everything I read about them, Corey kind of kind of agreed with what Corey was saying, that League of Legends seems to be a little more accessible and has more mass appeal, whereas Dota 2... um a little more complex, I guess, and and not as newbie friendly. What does Dota stand for? Defense of the Ancients. Okay. Two. It was actually based off of uh, Warcraft. Someone, yeah, someone made it look, a mod for Warcraft. That.
4: I downloaded it on Steam just because okay. you guys all had it and it was yeah, free. Yeah. And I've heard That's it so stupid. many times. Yeah,
1: I'm. Uh, I will give it a shot at some point, but really, the whole multiplayer thing doesn't appeal to me. Um, I don't want someone giving me shit after the first game I played, and you know haven't spent more than a minute Punk playing it. Familiar, yeah, exactly. I, I don't need kid. that because I I play, like I said, I play video games to escape.
2: I was told I sucked at yeah. Dota first game. <laughs> Were you? Yeah. <laughs> Did oh, you
1: thanks, say, buddy. Well, of course I do. It's yeah, <laughs> my first game. Thanks.
2: I just said thanks with my or er, winky face.
1: You're you're wonderful. <laughs> you're a wonderful human being. That's yeah. what
4: you do. Well, you agree with them. Yeah, that's, that's the uh, the tactic I always take. They can't combat it. No, we can't. You know, I'll
3: be honest, though. I, just uh, doing the contrarian opinion like I like to do. Yeah. If I'm somebody who plays uh, Dota 2 or League of Legends religiously and I'm on a team of random people and, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty experienced guy, but because we have this one jackass who doesn't know anything... I feel like I'd be a little bit frustrated. Well, yeah. don't do
4: don't I... go into a game planning on getting in with random people because that could happen. Yeah, what about matching up
1: with like similar skill levels, like like a Halo does, or, or uh, any any shooter really? You can yeah, blame the kind game of, for not doing that. Kind of get matched up with someone of equal skill level.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how they do their matchmaking. Right. I'm just saying, if I'm Dota 2 bro. <laughs> you know, trying to play a random match on a Friday night and some jackass yeah. like Will gets in my game and screws it up for our team, I'm going to tell him he sucks. Well, right.
4: then right. you're a bad person. Yeah.
3: Then you're the type of person I don't want to be friends with. Ever. And that, and, and it's those type of people is the reason why I don't play Dota 2 or League of Legends.
1: Right. Same here.
3: True.
0: So. Sure.
1: Because I would rather spend the time playing RPGs that I haven't gotten to yet, you know? Like, uh, like Deus Ex, you know, I have a ton of games on my backlog that I could be playing and, and not have someone give me shit because I've never played it before.
2: But with all this being said, we should all get into a game together. We should and try, try and ruin everything for I agree. The people on our
1: team. Yeah, trolling. for the other guy trolling on our
4: team. Yeah. Is it five yeah, on we'll, five? We'll troll the bejesus out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, down for
1: that. So yeah, um, yeah, that was uh, J Rats on Twitter. So yeah, that's our thoughts on, on Dota versus League of Legends. Uh, next on the list, EA raises prices of next-gen games to €54.99. Euros. Obviously, we talked about that a little bit earlier. Uh, stepped into FZR on Twitter says, Oh, well, that's because EA is the shittiest game company ever. Um, we kind of talked about this before. I don't think any of us are in agreement that eighty dollars is a good price point for a video game. Um, I think I, I hope their sales suffer because of it. I yeah. I have this fear that they're not going to. But you,
4: you know what? And you're right, Dan, because it's the bro gamer.
1: Yeah, is going to so get mad. Mommy
4: and daddy are gonna gonna buy Madden and call do whatever they're selling. Battlefield. Battlefield. Yeah. It
3: won't for change eighty dollars. Yeah. Think of all the things you can buy for eighty
4: dollars.
1: Well, it's not even eight; it's eighty-six with tax 86 in New York dollars.
4: State.
2: Call of Duty is going to stay sixty.
4: That's a fucking week's worth of groceries. Yeah, there's a lot you can a, get.
1: That's, that's a month's worth of fruit snacks. That's how much I spent on fourteen games on Steam.
4: Corey, how many cases of Annie's organic mac and cheese can you get with that?
3: <laughs> like four.
4: That's a lot of mac and cheese, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, sure is. So wait. If Call of Duty stays sixty, if Battlefield goes up to eighty, that's Call of Duty's biggest competitor right there. That's gonna be taken out because of the price. True, I didn't
4: even think about that.
1: I don't know if it'll be taken out, but I think it'll. it'll, it'll, I think it'll. I hope it'll be hindered.
2: I I don't want Call of Duty to win.
1: I know, but at the same time, yeah, no. At the same time, you don't want uh, everybody buying Battlefield for eighty bucks and making EA think it's okay to raise their prices that much.
4: Exactly. I mean, I'm gonna buy it.
1: (laughs) Right. Got it and FIFA. Oh, you're not
4: going to buy it now? I'm not gonna buy it. I was going to say.
2: That means Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare is going to be 80 That's not no. worth it. That's I not don't worth so. $60. I
1: don't, that, that that wouldn't be full price. Probably would I thought be. that was going to be like oh, 20 I'll bucks. It was going to be 60 Really?
2: Yeah, it's a full-fledged shooter.
1: I know, but I, I thought it was more like the arcade price model. Mm-mm.
4: No. <laughs> I got the impression that was a 60 uh, I would never 60, pay that. Cause now 86 Because that game
1: looks interesting and I would have tried it.
4: Oh, see, now, now I'm getting where you're coming from. If you thought it was going to be a, like a $20 yeah. game. Yeah. Oh, there's okay. no way I would pay 60 for All that. right, see, no now, way, now no. we're on the same wavelength. Yeah. 20 bucks I might be in. Yeah. 60 bucks on a fucking chance. Right, exactly. 86 <laughs> and, maybe. And still, don't open with that.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh,
1: okay. Oh, don't, and then we missed one about the Steam sale um, from Billy who said, Did any of you guys check out FTL? Uh, Corey actually responded to that one because uh, we had all play- we all played FTL yes, at some did. point, right? Um, and and all really like it. So the
3: game's great.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
3: I'm gonna Play it right now.
4: No, you're not, Corey.
3: No, then uh, you won't right. pay. i <laughs> to pay attention this episode. Yeah. Uh,
4: Even though I
3: bored out of my skull with you guys.
1: Whatevs.
4: Well, you can go to bed. That be somebody's nice. been in the sauce. I w-
1: think. Whatevs, bro. I'm just
3: I'm just teasing.
1: Okay, uh, Idaho Jake. Let me make this bigger. That's what she That's what said. She said. <laughs> Shit. Dang it. Come on. All right. Hey guys, I am a PS3 owner. My tag is—I don't know if you want that released or not, so I'm not gonna say it right now. I got a 160 gig PS3 in The Last of Us, and I upgraded to. To ps plus i'll start with the gameplay problems i have with the last of us i thought they should have let you search the bodies of people you killed i didn't understand why you had a limit on how many bullets you could carry also i thought when you took a guy out who has any type of weapon it should become available uh, but this problem happens in any game don't get me wrong the game is amazing but i just thought i better come up with some bad because there's so much good in the game uh, now under the problem I'm having with the game. I got to the ranch house, and it wouldn't let me do anything. And when I tried to quit the game, it froze my system. So I deleted everything and tried again, and I got to the ranch house, and I finally got past the part where it froze the first time. I jumped back on the horse, and all the graphics went away, and I was flying around on a horse, and after about three minutes, it froze my system again. Now the first two times I downloaded the update, so this weekend I'm going to try it again Uh without the update i downloaded saints Row the third and that game has improved a lot since saints two the gunplay driving and hand combat have improved a lot and i like how you can make money by buying real estate i also started playing dc universe and that game is so much fun and is i think the best superhero game out there i have to recommend for you guys to go to youtube and watch ign's gameplay trailers of saints row 4 and batman origins these games are buys for this for this guy fyi eric batman is the same gameplay as others Uh, and it is twice the size of arkham city i'd like to know why sony and microsoft are not throwing money at the oculus rift to try and make it exclusive to their console one last thing how much and how many xbox ones and ps4s will be on ebay day one so uh let's get into um last of us do you guys find find that to be an issue the the weapons and stuff no, uh, I mean, I see his point I, yeah, with, see with them the point, not being definitely. available after you kill somebody with yeah, the weapon.
4: Yeah, me too, but part of the game is survival. And if there's weapons lying around all, all over the place, it's going to make things more readily available. But yeah, I, I don't know. Do you, you didn't, at, at some you, point you, you, you have to have that... I, I don't know why I always remember this, but one of our teachers, uh, Mr. Loman, uh-huh. always <laughs> talked about how like when when you go to the movies or something... You have to have a willing suspension of disbelief, right? Or else there's no point of watching the movie, right? The same thing here, yeah. Just be okay with them uh-huh. not dropping the gun. It's better for the game that they don't.
1: Yeah, and he does say he has to come up with some bad stuff because right. No, such a absolutely.
4: Good I hear you there. I I had to do the same thing. I uh-huh. don't remember what I what I picked, but yeah, yeah.
1: Because it's not not perfect. You have you, you feel like you have to justify. That oh, the there's AI. Yeah, that's, AI. What I that's right. AI. Okay,
2: that was kind of bad sometimes. Okay.
1: Uh, Ranch house. Did either no. you, you guys have any freezing problems?
4: No, didn't. Okay. I, I'm wondering. Did Did he say if he got a use system?
1: Uh. He just said he got a PS3. I'm wondering if it was a system
4: gig. issue. I I haven't really heard any issues with that. I heard I had long load times. But other than that,
1: okay. Um, and then recommend YouTube. Oh, watch IGN gameplay trailers of Saints Row 4 and Batman. Batman Origins. Um oh, Oculus Rift. I'm I'm with you. I don't know and maybe not even make an exclusive to their console, but throwing some money at Oculus Rift so they at least develop for your console. Yeah. Um, because I, I talked about the fact that they weren't looking into consoles but but into mobile phones but i think if you know sony or microsoft were to throw some money at them and be like you know make some of our games available on this i think they i think they would work on it you know even if it meant hiring extra people to work on it
4: i'd totally be worth it
1: i don't see why they're not doing especially microsoft i said with the connect and oculus rift i think that would be amazing so i don't know why they haven't haven't gone that route but it's microsoft yeah missteps Hubris. (laughs) Hubris. <laughs> They're
4: backing their way into it any minute now, Dan.
1: <laughs> Hubris. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Oh, and then uh, h- how many Xbox Ones and PS4s will be on eBay day one? Probably a lot. Yeah. And I really don't like people that do that.
4: Neither do I. There's going to be people they...
1: who smash them. I'm, I'm hoping. Well, that's fine. I don't <laughs> mind people that smash them. Actually, Francis is the, the guy that plays Francis is going to buy and He he pre-ordered an Xbox One to smash for... <laughs> for himself yeah
2: <laughs> nice just <laughs> so yeah, i look funny. forward to that i video. can't wait for that
1: one <laughs> he said he knows it's 500 bucks and then he's gonna smash it but you know with the with the inevit- inevitable uh hits for his youtube videos that it'll it'll pay for itself oh eventually. yeah it'll pay for itself tenfold yep so he's he's wow. like that's an expense i'm willing to to take so I'm looking forward to that.
4: I want to start making that kind of money. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Where I can chuck 500 bucks out the window <laughs> just to by, smash something by smashing it in anger and have people laugh. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. I, w- I was. I have always been. Fr- I hope people don't end up buying those systems. But with it coming out they right will. before Christmas, people are no doubt going to get them, and I, I don't
2: like that. That and the Wii. Yeah,
1: I'm
4: telling you, Wii U sales are going up this Christmas, boys.
2: Same Nintendo Wii. I think they are too
4: first week yep um forbes
3: the 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 video game guys at forbes are awesome yeah Uh, they had a they had an article this past week that came out like uh five signs that the nintendo brand is doing very well and they outlined some stuff that was very promising for nintendo so
1: okay well i they're finally coming out with some like why is that funny really good because they just
4: keep plodding along
1: (laughs) (laughs) they they have their own pace they really do. They
4: do. That video, I'm <laughs> telling you, couldn't have summed it up any better. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best. Corey, display. can you put, find that video from uh, our fellow classmate? Which video? The one he does about Nintendo. Bosman.
3: Oh, for game trailers?
4: Yeah. Or what? Can we put yeah, that on yeah. our, yeah. On our can stream? Can we use that on our YouTube or on our stream or no? Why not? It's public, right?
3: Yeah. yeah. It's on YouTube. and Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I have a Nintendo one. Wii U sucks with Kyle Bosman. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, I'm telling you, the way...
3: Well, I can't play the audio, because it'll interrupt everything. But... Yeah,
4: but maybe some of the maybe tweet it. it. Yeah, tweet it or people, something, because, man, the idea. I just love the way he he described it. It was perfect. Wii U sucks with Kyle Bosman. <laughs> <laughs> He's a funny guy.
3: He is a funny guy. Well, he's uh, his comedy was his. That's what he's he's working on and improv and stuff.
4: Oh, I could see so. him doing that. Yeah. Anyway, back on topic. Okay. Wii U. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, Pikmin Three is coming out next weekend, and then oh, that's next. There's weekend. two games coming out in September, so
2: that's great. And then we got yeah. Mario 3D in November. So yeah, I don't know. Out. I don't know if I put that. It's supposed to be the list. this year.
1: I don't think that has a date
2: yet. Mhm. Does not.
1: Okay, Uh, so thanks for that. Uh, On to Ryan in Iowa, who says, uh, Hey, fellas, real quick, I hope Corey has been checking out uh, AC4 Black Flag and all the video updates they've been doing for it. (laughs) I think Ubisoft realizes they cannot afford another Assassin's Creed to fall on its face. They really want to clean up a lot of the issues Assassin's Creed 3 had uh, and go back to what worked for them, like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. The most recent gameplay video really showed a lot of things that went very well for the series, and a lot of it was taken or refilled in Brotherhood. Uh, but yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. I might even pony up for the 130 bucks and get that super uh, duper deluxe set you all talked about on the last episode. Dan and I can get together with some of our matching black flags as togas and party up, up with some moonshine and rum. Uh, anyways, here's my Steam Summer Sale purchases. Uh, also, I spent a little under 100 bones on these 12 titles. Uh, games I am very excited for. XCOM, Enemy Unknown, Payday the Heist, Terraria... Uh Total War Shogun 2. Games that I am fairly excited for. Leviathan Warships, Infestation, Survivor Stories, Left for Dead 2, Bastion, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Games I will get to eventually, LA Noir, Might Magic Hero 6, and Deadlight. All in all, a good amount of games and a good variety. I've been on a bit of a console kick lately, but I'm planning on doing the first four lists in the next two months at the very least. I look forward to hearing your reviews, comments, and or tips about any of them i look forward to playing terraria with cory and whomever else oh and also i like the switch with roundtable discussion roundtable discussion at the end of the show and what we played in the middle thanks fellows ryan and iowa so uh assassin's creed yeah i I agree they are taking the best elements from the from the assassin's old assassin's creed games one of the i think the best thing in assassin's creed 3 was the the piloting of a ship you know captaining of a ship and that's i mean the whole kind of assassin's creed 4 is centered around that in a lot of ways so i think that was a definite positive move um other than that i haven't really paid too much attention to it Corey. you can talk about it a little bit more right
3: uh well i'll be honest i watched for the new trailer uh that came out i think it was today actually i watched like the first three minutes and i'm like i don't i don't want these expectations like i did for assassin's creed 3 right um so i'm just gonna you know whatever like this video looks cool i'm gonna stop watching it i'm gonna buy the game and i'm gonna love it uh-huh. so that's what i'm hoping for but who knows
4: do you almost hope that cory doesn't love it <laughs> i no, hope he hates it i want him to like it i, I do too but there's a small portion of me that wants him to hate it <laughs> what what could ruin it for you Corey?
3: Uh, Well, first of all, if there's that whole hand-holding thing that I hated in Assassin's Creed 3 in the beginning, Uh that would would probably spoil it. Um, And also, I don't think they'll do that. I feel like they're in a situation now. It's the end of the generation. People know what Assassin's Creed is for the most part. I feel like Um,
4: people knew that last game too, though.
3: Well, yeah, and also that was one of the biggest complaints for the last game. So I feel feel like they'll lay off a little bit.
4: Although, Corey, if the boating and whatnot is going to be a bigger part... Maybe they'll feel like not that many people are used to that yet. And maybe they will hold your hand through that. Well, I think
1: one one of the things they did say is starting at the beginning of the game, you can go anywhere. It's not going to be oh. you slowly unlock new okay. pieces of the map yeah, as you go along. It's, it's, their, so it's that's, their
3: last hurrah on this generation, I feel like you know everything aside they're just like all right we have all these art assets we have this great game in assassin's creed 3 they think they have a great game in assassin's creed 3 let's take the best parts of it and the best parts of the past and just like make it into a fun last assassin's creed hurrah on this generation that's my hope i don't know if that's actually the case i'm actually playing the gameplay footage now on uh on the live stream for those that are watching but uh it looks fantastic (laughs)
1: Yeah, I like that they opened it up right away too. That it, it was I didn't wasn't as bothered as much as other people by the by the, you know, narrow scope at the beginning of the game, but Me I do either. I do think it's it's been a it'll be a benefit that you can go anywhere starting at the beginning of the game. Really like if they can tighten up the gameplay, I'll be happy with it though.
4: That's my biggest complaint too. Cuz I
1: could not get my character to do what I wanted it to. Yeah. So if if they can clean that up a little bit. And I don't even remember having that problem. I played Assassin's Creed 1 and 2, and I don't remember having that that trouble in Assassin's Creed 1, even 1 or 2. Um, I yeah.
4: There was a small sense of it for me in 2, but not nearly as much as it was in 3.
1: Right. I just felt like my character was always out of control. Yeah. Like I couldn't do what I wanted to. Yep. So. Which
3: for a stealth game is extremely frustrating. Oh, yeah.
1: I would... Ugh. I don't even want to talk about it. it made me sell my Xbox. <laughs> the
3: multiplayer was cool though.
1: I never played the multiplayer for obvious reasons. Um, Steam games, so yeah, games he's excited for. XCOM, that's a that's a definite play. That's a great, great game. game. Uh, Payday the Heist, Don't Know, Terraria. Obviously, we we all like Terraria. Total War, Shogun Two. I, I have that. I played the first Total War, Shogun Total War, uh, and really liked it. But all the Total War games are all very well-received. I don't have Total War Shogun, too, but I have to, Rome Total War, which I'll get to at some point. Um, great, great classic strategy games. <clears throat> games I'm fairly excited for. Leviathan Warships. Don't know about that one. Infestation. That's rebranded World War Z, or War, the War Z, right? I think so, yeah. Uh, Left 4 Dead 2. Bastion, which is great. And then Star Wars Battlefront, too.
4: Yeah, I'd move Bastion up up your list onto the games yeah. you're really excited for. Bastion's That's great. Stuff. Yeah,
1: it's a great game. Uh, and then games I will get to eventually, L.A. Noir, Might Magic Hero 6, and Deadlight, which I also bought Deadlight. I did too. So.
2: I like how it has a list of he'll get there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I should yeah. I
1: should make a list of priority games that I need to play, like, next. Not
4: a bad idea. Really just to organize it out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, that way, I know when I'm in between new games or whatever that I'll, I have something that I should definitely go to.
4: So uh, I do like what I'm seeing here, Corey on the boat. Right? Yeah.
1: Looks That's
2: good. Great stuff. God. Uh,
4: okay. Seriously. Will, are you totally opposed to? Yeah, the, you are. I played Assassin's Creed
2: One, Two, Brotherhood, Revelations, and some of three, and I just don't. I'm not into this one at really? all. Really? Yeah.
3: Why? This doesn't, is the most exciting one. It
2: doesn't appeal to me one bit. You
4: don't like Pirates?
2: No. I love Pirates.
4: Well, then yeah, this wouldn't appeal, appeal to you then.
2: <sighs> I don't know. Three ruined it for me. Yeah. I don't like Assassin's Creed now. Uh, also from Ryan, uh,
1: also here in, in the sports slash NHL topic going around this week, found some names pretty interesting. Started with David Backus, Dustin Bufflin, maybe Ryan Miller not coming back. What do you guys think?
4: For the for the U.S. national team, I yeah. think he's talking about.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, for the Olympic team. Yeah. Uh, I can't see David Backus not coming back. And yeah. The other guys, I can understand, but
3: were they were they all invited to camp?
1: Yeah. Or I know Miller was. Yeah, they were absolutely all okay. of them. Uh, Dustin Bufflin, I think we can find better defensemen than than him, but <laughs> David Backus will definitely be there. I don't know about Ryan Miller with uh... Schneider. With, with Schneider quick. and uh Jonathan Quick and even Jimmy Howard. Yeah. Um
4: I'd like Ryan, to see Miller know, in there as just a vet
1: You know what would probably be it would probably be Quick Schneider and Miller. Yeah. If I had to guess with Miller maybe being the third goalie. Yeah. Um
4: We got some good American
1: goalies. Yeah, yeah. Huh?
4: No, Corey, we don't? I'm going quick
3: Schneider Howard.
1: <laughs> that that well that's what I said too, but possibly Miller being Corey, the third fuck goalie. Off.
3: I agree with that, Corey. If, if one of them's hurt.
1: Yeah, well, they had three goalies last time.
4: Yeah, Quick, quick Schneider, Howard.
1: No, I know, but I'm saying they had three goalies last
4: time. Don't you want that veteran presence there that could have won us the gold last time?
3: Could have. Well, the...
4: I mean, when Rafalski's given the puck away to Sidney Crosby at <laughs> point blank, I mean, what can you really do there? He won't be back. Regardless of Quick, Schneider, or Howard, that puck's going in.
3: Fair enough. So who do you think's the number one? Quick? Oh,
4: Quick for sure. Yeah, yeah.
2: probably Quick.
4: Quickie pooh.
1: Sh- Schneider's not going to get a ton of play. Now he's playing. For, well, he I guess he didn't get a ton of play with Vancouver either, but he's playing for New Jersey now, so he'll be goalie quick? goalie one. No, Schneider, Schneider. Oh yeah. He'll be goalie one B.
2: Quick play for the Devils, Corey.
1: Is this
4: the the camp team? Yeah. Okay. Well, who we got here?
3: We got Anderson, Gibson, Howard, Miller, Quick, and Schneider. Well, what about
4: defensemen? I think we're pretty set there, goalie. Uh,
3: Defensemen's Bogosian, Bufflin, Carlson, John Carlson, mind Yeah, you. yeah, he'll uh, be on. Dan DeKaiser, Justin Falk, Cam Fowler, Jake Gardner, Eric Johnson, Jack Johnson. Defense is a little slim, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm Whoa.
4: with you there, Corey. Suitor? No Suter.
3: No Suter. Seth uh, he was, he was Seth in there. Jones oh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, Seth Jones, Nick Letty, Paul Martin, Ryan McDonough, Brooks Orpik, Kevin Shattenkirk, Ryan Souter, Jacob Truba, and Keith Yandel. There's some good defensemen. Yeah. Yandel, yeah, some, some good
2: some defensemen. Uh,
3: notably absent is Dan Girardi.
4: Or maybe not so notably. Inexcusably, he's
3: one of the best defensemen in the league.
0: I'm
2: just
4: kidding. Jeepers. Yeah, I was happy I will, to see I Seth.
1: Kill you for saying that. <laughs> I was he's happy. Not that good.
2: He is that good. I was He's hap- just trying to get us angry. Don't even, don't even acknowledge it. She I was happy,
1: happy to see Seth Jones on there, but he won't make the team. But it was nice to see him at least invited to camp. Not that good. And then the forwards are pretty good too. I mean, we, they had good chemistry last. They last did. Olympics. Well, I mean,
3: yeah. The, well, the thing is, is Kessler. they picked a good. Yeah. They picked a good chemistry team. They didn't pick like the best. Fanciest forwards, like the Canadian teams always do. Right, they pick like some grindy forwards who play hard and play with heart.
1: Yeah, guys like guys like Backus, yeah, David Backus.
3: and Ryan Callahan and Kessler, oh,
1: my God. Ryan Kessler, <laughs> of
0: Patty
4: Paddy Kane, I
1: don't Justin know Dustin Brown, and Patty Kane doesn't have too much grit. Brown no, does, but you
4: know what? Paddy Kane brings that swagger out yes, there. Yes, he does. He does He's bring nice. the swagger. Didn't he win the scoring
3: trophy last year? Sure.
4: Dustin Brown's a worker. Wait, last, what do you mean last year? <laughs>
3: okay, you last just... the last hockey season, didn't he win the points trophy?
4: I don't think so. I'm <laughs> looking at the um, roster. He just remember. completely blew off. What I, car, Dustin yeah. Brown just got re-upped, too, with the Kings. Yeah, for like eight years. Yeah, we got some forwards out there.
2: Akposa. Like
4: I... eh.
3: Well, we can pass on Pacioretty. He's a wiener. <laughs> You're slave.
4: What about Galchenyuk?
1: He's uh, he's unproven.
0: <laughs>
4: yeah, doesn't sound awfully American, but apparently pass he's from Milwaukee. Well, that, <laughs> that's like
1: that's like Joe Newendyke. I never would have thought he
4: was from America. It would be Canadian uh, or something, he's, he's, or was about Zach Torreze. He's, he's, he's American. That's right, on him, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, might be a, Paul Stastny. Guy. Van Reemsdyk. Got some guys out there. Yeah. Yeah, I think they get they can put a team together with that. Bobby Ryan, I mean.
1: Yeah. He'll be on, no doubt.
4: Auto Center, that's too bad.
2: Ah, uh, Derek Step on. Ranger great.
4: We can find better. Yeah. I didn't see many yeah, like, sabres on the list.
3: Are there any other than Ryan Miller? No. <laughs> no. Nope. <I
1: don't> <laughs> Craig Craig Smith from The Predators is on there. He won't make the team either, but he's on there at least. You're getting
3: reps. You, know, you never know. People thought there's no way Ryan Callahan's making the team. Yeah, see,
1: uh, a couple years ago in the in the World Championships after after the Predator season was over, Craig Smith led the American team in points.
4: I think yeah. that the forwards is much more open than the goalies. Yeah. In terms of making the team, true. Sure. Yeah.
3: You guys think quick starts?
4: Yeah.
1: I think so. Uh, man, I don't
4: know who are you like?
3: I'm thinking Schneider.
1: Schneider was more solid last season
2: sure was. Yeah, but quick, I don't know. Quick one Chris, of Stanley
1: Cup. He doesn't, C- even, play that Cup. He doesn't yeah. even play that much either. He pretty much carried the team on his back yeah. into the Stanley Cup finals.
4: Yeah. He's just right in the heart of his career. Yeah.
3: I guess we'll see. It's I mean, turn. they, they, it, it, it really depends on the season that they're having when they, they go play, right? Yeah. yeah. That's who they start with, and then if that person sucks, they
4: switch. But.
1: Oh, boy, will I be excited to watch that, though. Man. Oh,
4: we're gonna have some pizza and tip a few beers back, aren't we? Yes, we are. A Couple sure PBRs, are,
1: yeah, 'cause it's gotta be. We
4: can't drink bat no, during the Olympics. Fuck no. You
3: know what's depressing is looking at the date of birth of some of these guys, and it's like in the '90s. Corey, shut
4: up. I was just doing that.
3: A lot of
1: them born in the '90s.
2: I don't want to uh, talk about that. '93, two years before I was born. Ugh, that's crazy.
1: Well, Seth Jones was born the year you were born. He's only 18.
2: Could you imagine me in the NHL? No. There yeah, you go. Yes. Thanks, Eric.
1: Lots of New York representatives, though.
3: Yeah.
2: Jimmy Howard didn't know he was from Kyle New York. Kyle Pal- Palmieri. Dustin
3: Pat- Brown. Pat Kane. Yeah. Ryan Callahan. Dustin Brown. Uh, I think there's at least one more. Patrick Kane's as
4: good as a Sabre. He's from Buffalo. Zach
3: Bogosian's from Long Island. Oh, Jimmy Howard, who I texted Will. I had no idea. He's from Syracuse. Yeah. Just oh. I just I said that. that. oh you said that <laughs> yep everybody blew right. it off <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right so i'm
3: quitting anyway well, i can't well, if i'm talking i can't hear you guys talk at the same time it just cuts you off for some reason
1: oh uh, i think that's a no oh, that's not a skype thing because we don't get that we don't get that over here no
3: it's a it's a headset thing
1: uh oh yeah you can change that in like options i think oh really yeah i'm pretty sure all right, uh, moving on. Last piece of feedback is from Michael of Minnesota, who said, So the games I bought during the sale were Chivalry, Company of Heroes, Deus Ex Bundle, Skyrim Bundle, Mountain Blade Warband. Core was also kind enough to gift me Terraria, which I'm excited to try out. Hopefully uh, he and Eric can pay attention for the whole episode this time instead of being distracted by the game. I have fallen in love with Skyrim now that I have it for PC. I liked it on the console, but it's infinitely better for PC. I couldn't stop playing it for the first couple days I had it. I'm also interested to hear that Dan, what Dan has to say about Mountain Blade Warband. I've noticed he's played quite a bit of it lately. Keep up the good work, guys. Uh, Corey, Gift and Terraria. No one's played Terraria yet during the episode, or have you, Corey?
3: Uh, I booted it up because Ryan wanted to try out my server. Okay. Uh, but he's having issues, too, so I don't know what's going
4: on. Oh, well, like I said, I tinkered with some things. Yeah, ah. tinkered with some internet settings.
1: Uh, Firewalls and whatnot. Right. Uh, Skyrim. Yeah, I'm with you. Skyrim for PC. Once again, it's uh, into the modding stuff. There's so many different things that people have done with the mods. And even that, that kid that made that 20-something hour mod for his job application to Bethesda, or, or resume, I guess, whatever. Uh, you know, there's stuff like that floating around everywhere, so yeah that's that's adds another element few, yeah another element to the to the p c version of Skyrim um and then I talked about mountain blade warband during our our main segment, so I really didn't do it much just much justice though really you know if you sink some hours into it you'll see you'll see its merits i think um but yeah, it's a game i thoroughly thoroughly enjoy and uh best five or six dollar game I ever bought probably. i'll get another 30 40 50 hours out of it i think before i'm done it's insane yeah it's great the 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 wonderfulness of the steam summer sale so okay that's it everything for feedback thank you once again for feedback uh do we have round tables nope 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 no after midnight it is after midnight we're up over three hours so we'll uh we'll cut it off here uh that'll do it for episode 105. Uh, we'll be seeing you next week. We're undecided on what the episode's going to be, but we'll let you know as soon as we as soon as we decide and uh as well as letting you know when we're going to record. So yeah, that'll do it for episode 105 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan.
3: I'm Eric. Will, I'm Corey.
1: Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.